Episode 81. Eighty one. Nine squared. Nine squared. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to so nine squared the podcast. <laughs> we did this nine times. Nine times. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, what a show we have today. <laughs> so it's kind of made itself. It sure well, did. Well, we, <laughs> we still need to record it, but uh, well, yeah. I mean, it's, if it made itself, then I would be a little, a little scared. If, if episode eighty-one just popped up on the feed, I'd be a little worried. Yep. Um, but anyway, um, <laughs> this show does indeed feature a tremendous interview with the one and only Gorilla. But we'll get to that later. Oh yes, that'll be later. Indeed. First. Uh, the cool thing about this show is it is one of those shows, and this this also kind of developed naturally uh, because of the way things kind of played out. This is one of those shows where I'm doing the perspective challenge with the both of us, uh, where I like to try to do the thing where we, we cover something from two very separate angles. Um, there are not one, but two articles that we're going to cover from two totally separate angles today. Yep. So I think it's going to be cool. I think it's going to be really cool. And I, I like it and I'm happy about it. And uh, it's going to be a good show. And man, the news. <laughs> so much news. The news itself is great. Um, so let's get right to it, guys. It's going to be a great show. I'm looking forward to it. You're looking forward to it. So why not bust out with some gaming news? Welcome to Gaming News. Okay, we're going to start this sort of gaming news with the aforementioned, uh, one of the aforementioned articles where we're going to try to tackle it from two different perspectives. So, my goodness, here we go. <laughs> this, is, this is actually going to be fairly difficult. Um, <laughs> To, uh, to keep like certain things back because we're trying to look at it from a, a, a certain perspective. But that's kind of what I like about this. I like the challenge of trying to do this. Mm-hmm. So, here we go. Okay. Here we go. It has been uh, covered in a Bloomberg, Bloom, 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 Bloomberg article written by Jason Schreier um, that... There may, in fact, be in the works. Actually, it's not really even a may, in fact. Apparently, this is, like, beyond a doubt because it's Jason Trier and he does go inside and he does get information and nothing's been officially said by the people involved, but I don't really doubt it, (laughs) honestly. Um, So, this article came out and did confirm two things. There may be... Well, I should stop saying that. There is a Last of Us remake in the works. Yep. A Last of Us Part 1 remake in the works. And and Days Gone 2 is dead, apparently. Yeah. Killed, killed violently. That, that, that's too bad. But. So, so the article itself is, is kind of a it's kind of a negative which is kind of a shame because it like such, such potentially positive news came out of it, but kind of a negative. Um, the article is about 
how Sony is now kind of obsessed with the big blockbuster hit idea to the point, uh, to a kind of dangerous point where they uh, refused the uh, Sony Bend who were trying to, who asked for a Days Gone sequel the same year Days Gone was released. They refused them. Um, and then they enfolded some of those people and they, uh... well, no, 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 that's a separate thing. Um, Sony Bend asked for Days Gone sequel got refused because apparently the Metacritic scores of Days Gone didn't impress Sony. This is this is that that part. I don't. You'll, you'll, we'll never know how true or not true that is. But apparently, that's supposedly the reason. According to the article, that's the reason. Um, and on the other side of things, which doesn't make sense to me because of the review bombing stuff that Last of Us Two got. I don't know. I just it's, yeah. I, I don't know. Well, it's Days weird. Gone Metacritically, Days Gone, I believe, is floating around a seventy. Um. But uh, the thing is, a lot of that, for, for starters, there's a couple things to consider here. Most of the, like, as, as many critics as there are that didn't like Days Gone, there were so many non-professional players, you know, that just are players and, you know, might review the games in their own time that aren't, you know, factored into Metacritic, that loved Days Gone, for one thing. For another thing, uh, they worked really hard to patch days gone and fix all the issues with it as hard as they could they even added some new content like new motorcycle skins and, and fun stuff nice in just free patches um yeah. and that that's not going to fix everything like uh, you know some people say that the story is very slow uh at least for the first 10 hours or so of days gone and the days gone itself kind of overstays its welcome uh because it's a 50 hour game that should have been like last of us length but mm-hmm. you know it what I'm what I hear about Days Gone typically is it's not a bad game, um, and there are plenty of games that are bad that got sequels. So, <laughs> so yep. you know, there's no real reason why Days Gone shouldn't get a sequel. There's no real reason for that. But the article goes on to talk about a team that um, we're basically in the that's banana. She's in my lap. She's falling asleep. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Uh, the article goes on to talk about a team that uh, worked in the, I believe they're like the production arts department uh, of kind of Sony overall, I guess. Um, they were a team that were often tasked with helping to finish up other other teams' projects. Like they worked a little bit on uh, God of War 2018. They worked a little bit on uh, Spider-Man 2018, you know, things like that. Part of this team, a group of people from this team, about 30 developers, I believe, from this team, got together and decided they wanted to make something. They wanted to do their own thing. They wanted to kind of uh, not just finish a project. They wanted to actually make, uh, you know, make a thing. And so in order to kind of try to sell themselves, this is apparently back in 2017 this started happening. To try to sell themselves to Sony, um, they made, they started working on a remake of The Last of Part 1. That way back in 2017, they started working on this. That's crazy. But you got to think if if these people are still involved in in the art department, the production arts department, or you know, I, I think that's what it was called, but I could be wrong about it, the exact name of the, their department. But if they're sort of still involved in this, even though they're trying to go out and do their own thing, it's probably still a side thing at that point. You know, like it's pro- not not what they work on full time, obviously. You know. Yeah. 
So that's why it didn't get finished in three years. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. Um, but in any case, they worked on it and they worked on it and they worked. They kept working on it. Apparently, probably on the side. Apparently, in 2019, uh, right around when Herman Holst, I guess, was uh, being made president of Sony Interactive, they were finished with a section of gameplay of their remake uh, that they then showed to him, and he was apparently hugely unimpressed by it ouch and that that's painful they they wanted to remake ouch. this they wanted to remake the last of us one for ps5 they wanted to do it on their own and they show it to herman holst and he's like no um and then he immediately drafted that team those same developers into helping finish up the last of us part two apparently <laughs> so there they wow. were they were working on the last of us all right <laughs> um mm-hmm. uh and he took the the project, the Last of Us One remake project from them. The, apparently, the project is called T One X. Um, took it away from them, and it got folded into Naughty Dog itself. Um, and it's gotten to the point. Apparently, so some of those people, well, some of those people left. Some of them up and left. Uh, they they had had enough, I guess. Um, yeah, they, they were very unhappy with that situation. Some of them left. But I guess some of them are now basically kind of still working on the Last of Us One remake, but they're working for Naughty Dog <laughs> on the Last of Us One remake. Wow. And apparently, it has reached. I, I'm saying the word apparently a lot, but it's there's there's so much that like I just don't want to I don't want to state things as fact when I don't know for a fact that they are true. Like you know, I just don't want to be that guy, and especially in situations like this. So according Legend. according to this article, um. That team that's now working on apparently a Last of Us 1 remake, I'm saying apparently again, that team is now being referred to as Naughty Dog South. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. Uh, So I may not have gotten every single little detail right, but I think I got the the gist of it. And I I will say from the non-accessibility perspective, which we'll cover, we'll cover that later on, but from the perspective we're covering it from now, I get why this article is problematic. Um, I, I do, in my heart and my soul, disagree with the fact that if they, di- if they did all that this article says they did, I disagree with the fact that Sony kind of basically utterly destroyed this team's like ambitious idea to go out on their own and do a thing. Yeah. I do disagree with that, on, on that kind of, that, that principle that like, Sony used to be all about that, you know? Mm-hmm. Sony used to be made of developers that existed because they were ambitious and did their own things. Yep. So I do disagree with that. I think, uh, I, think it's, I think it's a blow to projects like this. Um, people just that... They wanted to make this game on PS5. They wanted to do a remake on PS5 just because they see they saw it as as a game that was worthy of being made on ps5 they wanted to bring that graphical engine up apparently that was taking that was uh, part of what was taking so long too was mm. they were completely redoing the graphical engine for ps5 well especially too because last of us one has pretty bad low times <laughs> well <laughs> actually I... actually not anymore <laughs> here's the fun thing even on ps4 uh naughty dog themselves released a patch for the last of us one like the end of last, or it might have been early this year, but it was oh, either, that's right, we talked yeah. about, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Now. They decreased load times even on PS4 by like seventy percent. 
That's crazy. How do they do that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how, how does Naughty Dog do half the stuff they right, do? Right, fair man. enough. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Um, so yeah, that, that's that's the, the situation here. Uh, it's 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 not in that way. It's not really a pretty situation. Um, I I hope that this doesn't like preemptively scare other developers off. Uh, developers who are like, oh man, I have this cool idea. Let's get together and make it happen, and maybe Sony yeah, will publish it. I that... hope, I hope that that's that's not what this does. Um, yeah, hopefully I, not. I I acknowledge that Sony is definitely more about the big blockbuster hits now than they used to be. Um, and there's part of me that's not entirely opposed to that because I like big blockbuster hits. I'm not like. It's hard to not say that, <laughs> like, because like how could you not? Right, right. Because they they really not only are they great stories usually, but they also show you what the thing you're playing them on is capable of. You know, that's that's what they do. Like, look at they're basically at, glorified tech demos in a way. In a way, like look at like every Kojima game. <laughs> yeah. Every... Metal... Oh my god, the original Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, that's one of the PS1. first games that used the. That was one of the first games that used the original um, DualShock controller. Yeah, man. For the PS One. Yeah, and they used it in clever I remember, ways. I remember how big of a deal it was when um, the uh, DARPA chief is having his like heart attack. Yep. And during the cutscene, this was a big deal back then. Like during the cutscene, like the controller would like vibrate and stuff. And, yeah. Yeah, and then there's the whole psychomantis fight. Yep, that was a big deal too. So, like making the controller move because of the vibrations. Like, so, yeah. Even the even the the later portion where uh, you're in that conversation with uh, I think her name is Nomi or Naomi, one of those two. And Naomi. Yeah, she puts you. To, she tells you to put the controller on your arm because uh you've been just dealing oh, with yeah. the, the torture scene and she feels like the vibration of the controller might help loosen your muscles a little so put it on your arm and here we go <laughs> <laughs> it's so great it's it's such a clever yeah. way to use it so yeah tech demo but but every like every single kojima game pushed the platform it was on you know further than it ever been pushed before um was it metal gear solid 3 <laughs> where i think it was 3 where you had that fight with uh that old guy. Yes, the end. Yes, the end. And if you uh, if you let the game sit for like and not played it for a week and came two back, two weeks, I believe it was. Well, it maybe was it was weeks. a week. Maybe it was a week. I don't. I don't remember. It was either like a week or two weeks, something yeah. like that. You'd come back and he'd just be dead. Yep, it just shows the cutscene where he's the snake finds him dead. <laughs> that's that's one way to that's beat clever. a boss, right? <laughs> oh, Melgar Solid One also did a really neat thing. Too, where it like looked at your saves on your memory yeah, card. Yeah, yeah, and they actually kept that around in the freaking GameCube remake, which is great. Yeah. They have yeah. new, they have new dialogue for GameCube saves in the remake. Yeah, so good. I love Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, man, it's it's revolutionary. Every time. <laughs> um. But yeah, so that's that's kind of the the point of big blockbusters like this. But at the same time. Small studios have created some masterpieces too. I mean, look at Undertale, look at Disco Elysium. You know, I, I'm not saying that these are the things that, that Sony Studios would create. It's so interesting how those like just 
overnight sensations happen. Like Undertale just became this indie darling thing that just like I'll still go back and listen to the Undertale soundtrack. Yeah, Undertale's great. Occasionally, it is awesome. It's it's definitely a, a very special case. But but the point is, you know, indie studios are making great games now. Um, and I'm not necessarily saying that this, this is the kind of thing that Sony Studios would make when they split off to make their own things. But nevertheless, it's still kind of a blow to smaller games it is, on yeah. PlayStation, you know? So, yeah, I think... Uh, and, I think... and then to the other side of that coin, like, look at what happened yesterday with the friggin' Nindies showcase. Nintendo did a, a Indies Direct yesterday. Oh my god. I didn't even know. It was like 20 minutes, yeah. Oh no. <laughs> was it good? It was pretty good. Good. Um, I'm glad. Some stuff we already knew about. Um, they should, Apparently uh, Shredder's Revenge is coming to Switch. Oh Shrek's wow. Oh that's happy. good. That's good. That's good. That's awesome. That's a good place for it. Yes. Um. Yeah, I saw that's yeah, that's great. So Nintendo is kind of embracing the indie indie scene a little bit more. They have been for a while. They have been for a while. It's yeah. been their thing. Like, and PlayStation used to be all about that. They used to, yeah. They're not now. Not They're really anymore. not now. It's it's uh it is interesting to see that. But um, so I think that that covers the perspective, uh, the gaming the the the, the first perspective on this on this article because there's a lot to say about the second perspective. It's so hard not to. It's so hard, but we're gonna we're gonna not we're gonna not. So we'll we'll get back to this. <laughs> we'll get back to this in the accessibility news in part two. In part two. All right. Next up, another thing we're exploring from two angles. The first major PlayStation Five update has been released. Um, big software update. Cool stuff. Fun things. Um, it does a few things, <laughs> and. It does not do a few things that Kotaku thinks it does. <laughs> so I don't know if you saw this, but I tweeted out an article that Kotaku wrote. I, and I, the only reason I tweeted it out was because it was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so this update does uh, a pretty major thing that people have been asking for, which is I'm, I wholeheartedly approve of this. As of this update for PS5, you can now store PS5 games that you want to keep around, but you're not necessarily playing at the time. You can store them on a external hard drive. Um, hey, and they, they have already confirmed that transferring them back to the, uh, the internal storage once you want to play them is faster than it would be to download them again. Good. Okay. So there is a point in doing it. So if there's a game you're like, I, I want to play this, but not now. I want to play it later. Put it on your external drive mm-hmm. and then transfer it back when you're ready. Because you can't, to be clear, for the listeners out there, you still cannot play PS5 games from an external drive and you'll never be able to. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, proprietary hard drives and all. Yep, proprietary, uh, really, really fast, solid state hard drives. It's never going to go external. No, um, you're always going to have to have them on internal storage, which will be expandable soon, but actually, actually, currently is not yet. The update did not add the uh, expandable storage support just yet, but that's probably going to be the next big thing. Um. It also surprised people with some features that were not in the list that they, they sent out. Apparently, it added some HDR features that are the people that uh, have been asking for this as well since launch of the PS5 uh, have been waiting for. Uh, now, not only does it have, uh, apparently, it's, uh, what is it called? 
like dynamic HDR support. So like if I guess it'll adjust on the fly if you if your monitor requires certain color variants or whatever. But <laughs> I don't know a lot about yeah. HDR. But also it has apparently 120 uh, hertz support now, whereas before it only had 60 hertz support. Oh, cool. So there you go. Um, people were asking for that as well because uh, Xbox Series X had 120 hertz right away. So people were like, this is silly. Like, yeah. why doesn't PS5 do this? Like, there's no reason why they couldn't do it. And apparently those people were right because <laughs> now it does. <laughs> yep. So there you go. Um, just to bring it up, the thing that it doesn't do that Kotaku thought it did, Kotaku's like, oh my God, uh, PS5 now has an HDMI smart link feature. Guess what, guys? That's been in since day one. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, so if so, so if you don't have a PS5, you don't know this already. If you have the PS5 connected to your TV and you turn on the PS5, if you have Smart Link enabled, uh, HDMI Smart Link, it, it will actually turn on your TV as well and set the input to the appropriate input for the PS5. So you don't have to do input hunting at all. It's it's quite a yeah, it's quite a nice thing. In fact, we've noticed, me and Misty have noticed that with, with our TV, and this, this I don't know if this is because we have a Sony TV as well, but with our TV, uh, not only does it turn the input to the appropriate input for the PS5 when we're playing the PS5, but if we turn off the PS5 and don't turn the TV off, it'll actually set the input back to what it was before. Oh, that's nice. I know. Oh, that's <laughs> real nice. Wow. Yeah, because because we had we had it set to one time we had it set to uh, the input that our uh, Chromecast is connected to. Turn on the PS5, played some PS5, turn it off. It went back to the Chromecast input. We're like, oh my god, wait! I didn't know it did that. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Um, so that feature has been in de- since day one, but Kotaku thinks it's new. So good job, guys! Really good reporting on that one. Um, it also does some stuff with SharePlay and. If you can believe it, I didn't expect them to actually do this. Um, I expected them to fully just embrace the whole, nope, you got to move on. You got to move forward. That This is it. This is how SharePlay is going to work, and that's it. Uh, I was wrong, and I'm happy to say I was wrong. Because as of this update, which was released on Wednesday, PS4 people, PS4 users, can now SharePlay with PS5 users. Isn't that freaking awesome? Good. That is awesome. And that goes both ways, apparently. So if, if, you, if you're a PS5 user and you need to share a play with someone that has a PS4 and they, you need them to take control of your game, even though it's a PS5 game, they totally can. That's crazy. That's awesome. <laughs> they can play PS5 games. That to games. actually work. Like, yeah. wow. Yeah, they can play PS5 games as long as you let them. <laughs> that, I, that's crazy. Hey, bro, you want to play my PS5? <laughs> oh, PS5. What do you mean? No problem. <laughs> I really wow. like that though. That's really cool. That actually helps. Uh, it actually <laughs> it helps me and Damien out uh, for later because we're going to do the uh, in May when the Final Fantasy VII remake uh, episode comes out. Oh yeah, because he doesn't have a PS5. Yeah, he doesn't have a PS5. So we're doing that. We were going to just use a uh, combination of Discord and, and OBS, uh, you know, yeah. win- projection window thing. But now yeah. we can just use SharePlay like we did before. Yay. Yay! Good times, good times. That'll be that'll be good too because if there's like a equivalent uh, to the motorcycle stuff in oh, those yeah. in that episode, then I will there need might him. Be. <laughs> there no, might be, yeah. yeah. Yep. So yep. there you go. That's a tremendous feature. Now there we the, 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 
there will be more to this as well uh, in the accessibility news segment because there is more to say about it. Yep. So, um, yeah, we'll get back to that one as well. But it's, it's a great update. No matter what, it's a great update. It, at it least, is. at least in this in this particular situation, all the news here is good. Like all of it is. Yep. Um, I'm really happy with it. Uh, here's some bad news. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some bad news. <laughs> Deathloop's mm-hmm. been delayed again. Yeah, a big Death delay Loop, too. A a game we've all been looking forward to because Deathloop just every single trailer sounds amazing. We say it on the podcast all the time. Deathloop is going to be awesome. I I really believe it. But it's been delayed again. It's been yeah. delayed until September 14th. Oof. Why, Sterlock? Why? Um, Why do they have to keep delaying the games we want? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh man, it's yeah. We're getting Famicom Detective Club and and uh, Metopia next month. Looking forward to that. I mean, that's so. true. That's true. And I am looking forward to those. But I want Deathloop too. Even if Deathloop I can't looks... play it, I want it. <laughs> Deathloop does look really good. Yeah, I, I want it. I, I'll mess around but... in that game. I mean, heck, it's like Hades. You're supposed to die, so maybe I'll just. Yeah, maybe I'll do really well. I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, better better that than have like an outrider situation where it's just clearly not ready. And yeah, well, I mean, I think I think the the thing with outriders is is more. Uh, I don't know. It's I, I feel like it was I feel like it was very close. Like. Outriders is not an anthem situation. Not if you're Jim Sterling. Oh, really? Okay. Well. <laughs> oh yeah, he he like the game is just unplayable for him. What? Okay, that's yeah, that's very interesting because I don't like know. tons of bugs and like he's literally falling through the floor. Oh no! Oh no! Constantly, oh, like that's he, terrible. Like, he cannot play the game. That's awful. To the point where he just said, "Fuck it, give me a refund." Dang, dude. I didn't yeah. think it was that bad because Misty hasn't had that problem. I, in fact, I, I know plenty of people that have streamed Outriders that haven't had those problems. Like the the problems I'm seeing most often are server problems, and they're they've been actively working on those every time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I definitely I didn't think Outriders was like an Anthem situation because Anthem was real bad. Anthem I, is. I, I think I still think that's probably the absolute worst of. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, interesting. I'm, this, this is the first time hearing of any of this, any of these bugs. Like Misty's never had that falling through the floor thing at all. I can guarantee you that because she would have told me that one. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's interesting. I don't know. Maybe he just got a bad load. Maybe she should have tried reinstalling it first. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, yeah. So so Outriders being what it is. Um, and I, I guess you could be right about them wanting to avoid that kind of situation, but I also don't think it's the same. Like, there's no way that it could be the in the exact same place as Outriders because Deathloop is a single player game, you know. Like, yeah. it's single player through and through. There's no, I mean, there might be online components, but like only as far as like connect to Bethesda and maybe you get these rewards. Blah, 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 I don't know. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's it's a single player game, so it's not going to fall into it's not going to fall into every trap that Outriders <laughs> has fallen into. Yeah, but uh, at the same time, I just it just seems so cool. I just want it. I want to try it. I want to mess with it. 
and then I want Missy to play it so I can hear the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm with that. I, I'm with that one. Yep. Uh, so Deathloop, it's sad, but we have more news to talk about, so we're gonna talk about that. Um, we're I'm gonna give you an update on the share play bug of death. That's Yay! Right. Because we have an update on that. Uh, last week we talked about it uh, before me and Misty had done a second test. Uh, so to update the listeners on that, Misty and I did a second test, uh, and we did two things. First, we tried Mortal Kombat 11 on PS5. Uh, Misty went into my game via share play, and uh, she did what she calls playing dress up, where <laughs> she she looks at all the skins that I've unlocked and picks the the coolest looking ones for my characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did that. Uh, so, because we figured, you know, while she's connected, we might as well use the time for something. Um, mm-hmm. And so then she left, and she could launch Mortal Kombat again, no problem, no problems at all there. It's like okay, well, I want to. I said, I said, I have a thought. Let's try something. Mortal Kombat 11 is a PS5 game. Let's try another PS4 game like Diablo 3. And so we launched the Division 2, which we both have because we we occasionally play the Division 2 with uh, Murasai, our buddy Murasai who's also mm-hmm. in our D&D group. Um, and so we launched that, and she went into my game. And I, there was nothing that I had to do at the time, so she, she literally went into my game through SharePlay, and we just walked around. She walked around for like a second. Yeah. <laughs> like, just to say, okay, it works. SharePlay is connected. That works. You know, is that, just is to, that playable at all? Uh, it's... it's you, can, you can be guided kind of like you can in Diablo 3. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, there are there's a very specific build, which is the build that I'm using in Division Two, where you can you can get some kills. You're not gonna you're never gonna be as good as like people who can actually aim because the aim assist is very minimal in that game. Yeah. But yeah. the build that I'm running, I can send out a drone that automatically targets and fires at enemies, and I can send okay. out little explosive uh, remote like remote detonated explosive uh, mine things that roll around and, and blow up. So. It's 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 I'm I'm playing the the blind person build where I get a few yeah. kills because of my machinery basically. <laughs> um, so <laughs> yeah. it's not really like playable playable. No, it's it's not even okay. I wouldn't even call it as playable as Diablo three. But if you're playing with a group and they're willing to help you out and basically get all the kills while you experience the story, it's still kind of fun. Okay, we have we have a little bit of fun with it. Um, but anyway, we did that. So she so she she launches her game to to just. We always do like very controlled things when we do the, when we've been doing these tests. So I had her launch her game to make sure that before we share play that she can launch it. You know, I it's just, it's just yeah. part of the controlled part of it. Yep, that's what you do in yep. science experiments. Yep. So she launched her game. It launches fine. Closes her game. Connects to my share play. Connects fine. Walks around for a few seconds because I had nothing to do, so she had nothing that she needed to, to supervise. Leaves the share play, and it happened again. Aha. Uh-huh. Different game, folks. That's so that's PS4 games. It seems to be PS4 games. Um, if you share play a PS4 game on PS5, it seems to do this. Uh, so yeah, um, it is not just Diablo 3, which so <laughs> so I can't believe I'm saying this, but this is the kind of result you're looking for in a bug like this. It actually made me super happy when it happened to Misty again <laughs> because, <laughs> because I was like, okay, I was like, okay, no matter what the problem is here. It's not a problem that Blizzard has to fix. Yeah. So we don't have to rely on Blizzard to maybe hopefully one day patch Diablo 3 to fix this thing. Because, yeah, if it was Blizzard, yeah, good luck getting that fixed. Yeah. Because, yeah, they're still releasing patches for Diablo 3, but only just seasonal updates. Like, nothing, you know, 
yeah. they don't change anything about the game except the things that they change from the seasons. Yep. So it it probably would be very difficult to get them to patch that. Fortunately, it's not a Blizzard problem. It's a PlayStation Yay. problem. And <laughs> I uh, just yesterday I got a, I finally got a hold of again the consumer services person that's working with us, and uh, I updated him on the situation, explained that uh, the mission two did the same thing, uh, and I did speculate, and we haven't tested this yet. I did speculate that maybe without intentionally you know trying to it's at least possible that the PS5 update that just came out might have fixed this bug um, because it did change things uh, when it comes to share play. It did, it changed share play related things since now PS4 people can uh, share play with PS5 people. Oh, and, the up, and since the update hadn't gone out yet. Right. Was, yeah. Okay. It's possible. I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying it did. We haven't tested it yet, but I said we would, we would test it again. To make sure that you know, see if that actually had any effect on it, because you never know. Maybe this is something that they never intended, but also something that they also unintentionally fixed too. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But uh, he is supposed to get back to me today at some point to give me an update because he's going to check with engineering again um, and see where they are with it and let them know that we experience it with the division two as well and see what they think about that. Um, and he's also going to look into exactly what was changed in in regards to share play in the update. To try to see if maybe it did fix it. Yeah. So that's a fun update. Yay bugs. <laughs> Yay bugs. Yay bugs. Um but it's 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 one of the it's it's crazy to me because I've never been on this side of it before. Like sure I've I've been in like I've I've worked on video games, but like this is the console side where I'm, I found a bug with a console. Like I've never been that person before. Yeah. <laughs> so actively fixing bugs. Yeah, it's it's uh helping it's fun. fix bugs. It's fun because it's the thing is, this bug might have gone unnoticed for quite a while. Um, yeah. If it hadn't been for like, it might not have been me, but just because of the way blind people use SharePlay a lot, yep. uh, it would have been a blind person likely. I would say most likely it would be a yeah. blind person, even if it wasn't me that found it. I think it would be a blind person that did. Yep. Um, okay. Now we are done. Unless you have something to lock, we have, we're done with gaming news, unless you have a thing. Do you have a thing? Um, I don't think I have a thing. Don't have a thing? Okay. All right. Well, then. That's good for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we have a lot to talk about in the next segment, too. So, Indeed. Um, oh, this is good. This is good. My recording, my, my, my dialogue that was showing the recording in progress has been dismissed. <laughs> Oh, so I'm uh, gonna okay. try to stop the recording as we move as we move on to accessibility, <laughs> accessibility news. news. And and it's not working. Okay, let's try this. Wait, wait, really? <laughs> I was able to send you a new invite. Uh, what the heck? It sent out. Uh... Okay, okay. Hi, folks. We're gonna uh... we're gonna try this again. Hold, please. That didn't work either, did it? Nope. We're still. <laughs> nope. Okay. Oh man, I hope okay. we don't lose this segment.
I don't think I think I think no matter what, we're not going to lose the segment because it processes it starts processing while you're recording. So we should be good there, folks. Apologies for the technical difficulties. We're going to take we're going to take the hard way here because I don't know what else to do. <laughs> Time to close the application. App switcher. Here it goes. Here it goes. Oh, welcome to Accessibility News. We apologize for the dead air <laughs> of the previous recording. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is also where uh, recording on Anchor is kind of a problem because, yeah. like, when stuff the problem here's the problem: when stuff like this happens, if if you're recording on other things, like if if you wanted to separate files like Anchor does, and you're recording with other other platforms you would just take the end of the recording and trim it so that part would be gone. But, and, and Anchor does have a trimming tool, but it's not accessible. But it's not accessible. It's not accessible at all. I even reported this to them and they're like, oh my goodness, we're so far, we'll look at it. It's one of those situations. Yep. We'll never, never did a thing. We swear. It's we, we really will. Never did. Nope. So, here we are. I apologize for that, but, uh, you know, Hopefully, we will make it uh, in life. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Time for accessibility news. And now we get to go all out. We don't have to hold back anymore. Nope. Um, so here's the thing. Here's the thing, folks. I want to bring us back to the Last of Us 1 remake situation. Now, yes. here is the difficult position that we find ourselves in with this remake. Um, and I, I talked about this a lot on Twitter to, to certain people who uh, sent a lot of messages out about how unnecessary it was and how terrible an idea this was and so on and so forth. Um, because if you look at it from a sighted person's perspective, it kind of is unnecessary. Because <laughs> here's the thing. Last of Us 1, the PS4 version, Last of Us Remastered, uh, you can already play it on PS5. It already runs at 60 frames per second. Yep. Um, I don't think it's native 4K, but I'm pretty sure people still say it's good looking. So the thinking is, why do we even need a remake? And I get that if you're a sighted person. Yeah. However. Yeah, if you're a sighted person. If, if we... So here's the th- this is why it's a difficult position to put, to put oneself in. You have to put aside for a moment the other half of this argument. And I understand that, that these things shouldn't necessarily be put aside. Um, and I still, I still agree with what I said in the previous segment that this is unfortunate for small developers. But the fact that The Last of Us 1 remake has now been folded into Naughty Dog themselves to work on for the blind is potentially a tremendously positive thing. Yep. We don't know, but... We don't know. But there is a chance that if Naughty Dog themselves has taken over and is now remaking The Last of Us Part 1, if they are remaking it, as in rebuilding it, because that's what a remake implies. It's not It's not going to be a PS5 upgrade patch. It's not a remaster. They're saying it's a remake. Yeah. Right? It's, so. it's being called a remake, which implies they're rebuilding it from the ground up, which for Naughty Dog specifically may also be implying the inclusion and addition of the accessibility features that existed in Last of Us 2. Yep. 
Man, I hope so. I can't, please. Make I this can't happen. like, like if if that becomes a reality, a thing that I never really play through thought the Last would. of Us one and then the Last of Us two immediately after. Like, oh. Yes, to it's 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 hard to imagine. I actually I actually got into a conversation. It wasn't an argument, thank goodness. But it was a conversation with uh, a, a much. Uh, Someone, someone who is more um, involved in the the gaming journalism side uh, of things than me, um, a guy named Blessing Adioya Jr., who is part of Kind of Funny Games. Um, I got into a conversation with him about this because he, along with the rest of the Kind of Funny crew, were in the "Why do we need a remake?" crowd. And what I said to him was, "Imagine this. Imagine having The Last of Us one." sitting in front of you imagine having it in its case or imagine it sitting there on your playstation home screen and imagine that while then imagine knowing that you can't play it it's right there you have it it's in front of you you can open it up put the disc in right now but you can't play it imagine that and as if you want to zoom out for a second just imagine any franchise and imagine being a- only able to play half of the franchise. And for that yep. matter, the second half. <laughs> yep. I said, I said, one of the things that I did when I was getting ready to announce my involvement in The Last of Us Part Two, one of the things that I did was prepare to answer the same question over yep. and over again. That question, what about the first one? Mm-hmm. My answer then was I have a couple of great playthroughs you can watch. Um, here you go. Here's some YouTube links. Yep. Uh, if you'd like to enjoy that before you play Last of Us 2, that feel free. That's, that's how you're going to get that experience. <clears throat> yep. Imagine now, Sterlock, not <laughs> having to refer people to YouTube anymore. Yeah. You can just play it yourself. Imagine oh, having our cake and eating it too by yeah. having the entire Last of Us franchise at our fingertips. Ugh. Imagine playing as Joel for Ugh. a whole game. Now, isn't that, isn't that weird to say? Like, yeah. we know. We know the story of The Last of Us 1. We've watched playthroughs. But for us, it's the truth. Like, in yeah. Last of Us 2, you play as Joel for a little bit. In The Last mm-hmm. of Us 1, you're Joel for the whole game. And for us, yeah. for us, that's new. What I said to all the people that were arguing against the Last of Us 1 remake is if you're blind, this isn't a remake. If you're blind, this is a new game. Yep. This is another AAA accessible game. That's what this is. So, yep. I think if, if you were one person that was on the fence about this whole idea, I think now at least you understand the position that we are in. Yep. Because as unfortunate as it is that these people got absorbed into doing this work, um, got basically kind of a team that wanted to go out and do its own thing, basically got absorbed into Sony's bigger ambitions. Those bigger ambitions are where accessibility is headed. Yeah. Um, Sony is using the fact that they have the funds for the, when they make their bigger things to apply these accessibility features and the accessibility ideas. 
the reason Spider-Man Miles Morales has the accessibility that it does have, even though it's not complete, even though it's not, at least for blind people, it's not a full accessible experience, but the reason it has the things it does have is because it was another big project, because they could afford to add at least these things onto it. <clears throat> yep. Uh, and because they learned directly from The Last of Us 2, you know, because Sony. Yeah. So. Yep. It does sound. Um, <laughs> and I, it's going to be too, like, I don't know if you have the same kind of mindset, but like, I feel like even though I have watched, you and I have both watched multiple playthroughs. Multiple. <laughs> multiple of, playthroughs. Of, of Last of Us 1. Yep. There's still going to be an added, like, impact. Absolutely. That playing, like, okay, it's a minor spoiler, but. It's Last of Us 1. I think people yeah. can handle it. Um, Like in the beginning, when Sarah dies. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That scene, I've seen that scene a bunch of times. It's still really like oh still gets me choked up but like playing through that and getting to that point having and control having having been the ones that ran with her carrying her you know through the exploding dying city that's gonna be like a whole new level of just like oh yeah yeah there is Even always... though you know it's coming yeah. like i agree i agree man i have chills right now i have yeah. chills right now yeah <laughs> Uh, there's always, always something to be said for playing a thing versus watching yep. a thing. Always. Yep. And I don't care how many times I've seen playthroughs of that game. Even, like, every every part of that game is going to mean something more to me if I can play it. Well, Every part of it. Joel needs a car. <laughs> yep, even that part. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, Bill, I'm going to smack you. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Pro tip you can't hit Bill. You can't there's no friendly fire in the game. <laughs> but you know what? I can't wait. Oh man, this the uh the whole concept of just of potentially playing and The Last of Us One though. Yeah. Oh. And let's think about this. Not even just The Last of Us One. Left behind. Ooh, there's that too, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's all part of it, dude. Oh, just ah, oh, so good. There is no way, as a blind gamer, and especially me. Okay, there's like there's <laughs> there's zero way. Like maybe there's one percent of a tiny fraction of a chance that any other blind person. But for me, as someone who worked on Last of Us Two, yeah, there is no way that I can just let this go. There's no way I can just dismiss it. And say, but this is unfortunate. This this whole thing happened. I'm sorry. It is unfortunate. However, I can't get past the potential. The benefits, the benefits are so massive and potentially like just oh my god, this this opens like if you thought The Last of Us Two opened a lot of doors, which it did The Last of Us One, now we can look at blind people and say yeah you can play this entire story this now. complete franchise is playable by the blind and that oh, that crap that work that i did in last was two instantly doubles yep in in value 
Duh. <laughs> uh, so, oh man, I I hope. I mean, there is that off chance that it might not be. Yeah, there's a chance. A thing. There's but, a chance, but it is a greater than zero chance that it will happen. So just like just like just like Ubisoft Star Wars. Yeah, that's a greater oh, than zero my. chance. Please, please happen, Ubisoft Star Wars. Please be accessible. I know, right? <sighs> I still, I still, I'm just like, oh, please, please make that. Like that now, it's just like. But I'm, I'm almost. At the same time, I'm almost worried to be optimistic because we got burned like a few times last year too, with yeah. Wasteland Three and. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. Uh, but that said, Naughty Dog has said publicly that the uh, the accessibility ideas that were created in Last of Us Two are now part of their DNA. Yeah. So one would hope that if they're remaking a thing, and really remaking it, if they're really rebuilding it all, then there should theoretically be no reason why the stuff isn't there. <sighs> I hope so. If they're if they're moving the game, essentially, if they're moving the game to the the Last of Us Two engine, which I assume they probably would, because it's probably the, the closest one to compatible with PS Five. Yeah. Then, I just don't see why it wouldn't be there. It's it's, in fact, like I'll, I'll go as far as to say this: Ubisoft Star Wars. There is a greater than zero chance that it will be accessible, which is good. It's still good. Like it's yeah. still something to cling to. It's still something to hope for. Last of Us remake. I'd say there's a greater than greater than zero chance <laughs> uh like i don't know especially if it's in if it is in the last of us 2 engine yeah yeah that just I, yeah i feel that it's more likely than not personally yeah. i think it's more likely than not i think i think naughty dog is serious about this stuff um yeah and if they've if they've taken it over i just can't see there being no benefit to us i can't see it yep like I would be more shocked if it wasn't there from then. Yeah. I don't know how react to, I don't know how I will react if it's not there. Yeah, that... I'll be like, but but I'll like I'll be emailing all the people I know, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I would also kind of understand why if it wasn't though at the same time because if they're, it's a lot of work. If they're going off of a groundwork if they're not starting over from where these guys st- I don't know. Like, Are you talking about where the, the production art people stopped? Yeah. Yeah, that's true too. And if they're not able to implement accessibility stuff with that already existing thing because as we has been very widely established you know, really hard to patch in accessibility Yeah. after yeah. the fact. You're right. I think if it's not there, that'll be the reason why it's yeah, not there. I think so too. That the the other guys already established the groundwork and they're just going to finish up the rest like, of it. I think they want to make. It I, I yeah, I have no doubt they want to. Yeah, so. I have no doubt at all. There there is some interesting questions to be answered though. Yeah. Like, uh, for instance, how will they handle cover? Because there's no prone in right. Last One. Yeah. So invisible while prone can't apply. Can't apply. How would you manage that? Yeah. Yeah. So th- that is there is definitely work to be done if they're going to do it. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm hoping, man. Yep. I you know I, I you know I, I won't even lie. I'm secretly just kind of hoping for an email 
<laughs> says, uh, hey, buddy. Hey, pal. Uh, we need you back down here at the studio. <laughs> yep. Dude, we would go so fast. <laughs> like, gotta go. I'm getting a plane ticket. Yep. We would go so fast. Me and Misty both. I, she's already said so, too. Yeah. So, like, we would just go. Like, I've got my first <laughs> vaccination dose. She's got her first vaccination dose. You know, we're good. Yep. We'll, 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 we'll make it work. <laughs> we'll, make it work. <laughs> we'll wear all the masks. We'll wear seven layers of masks yep. if we have to. Yep. Like, I want to be involved. I do. Yeah. I can't even. Oh, okay. But we'll see what happens with that. Uh, the funny thing is, and I've, I've, I've thought about this already. Um, I thought about this before even posting my thoughts about the article when it came out. I, I, had, I took a second and I was like, okay, I'm about to say what I think about this and I'm about to say how I feel about it. And I'm about to open the possibility of accessibility in the Last of Us 1 remake. But knowing that, if something does happen and I do get involved, which I'm still hoping for, if something does happen, I have to stop talking about it. <laughs> yep. yep, that you do. Doesn't that suck? Yeah. Oh, it sure does. So maybe maybe look at it this way. If I shut up, maybe you know something's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I mean, keep in mind, we haven't even gotten the official announcement yet. This is just no, all... no, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, that's true, too. Like the article seems to be. Uh, steeped in enough truth that it's probably real, but and technically you're right. And technically they're yeah. And it's Jason Schreier, like he he doesn't usually report on things unless he has like a lot of very good. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't just leak things to leak them. Yeah, he is he's super respected in the game industry. Yeah, like, super super respected. Um, Sometimes he's a little off the mark, but. Uh... Yeah, sometimes I think he, he he has tonal issues. Yeah, but but you know, it's that's not to say that the things he reports aren't aren't true. That's sometimes he kind of sensationalizes some things. I yeah. think. but that said, he's super respected, and like he's he's respected enough that other news articles are grabbing his article and going, "Boom, it's real." Mm-hmm. <laughs> other news, other and news even sites. We even we're treating it as if it's real. Yeah, too. Yeah. Because, because it's, why shouldn't he it? has that track like, record? Yeah, exactly, exactly. But all that said, Starlock is completely right. There actually has been no official announcement that this is even happening yet. Sony but, has said nothing about but, this. I mean, it probably is. <laughs> it probably is, yeah. It probably is. You heard it here first. T1X is real confirmed. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, it probably is. Um, and if it is, here's hoping, guys. Here's hoping. Yeah, I hope so. I, I want to say that we, we gave you The Last of Us. Not The Last of Us 2. <laughs> the Last of Us Complete, man. I want to be able to say that. That'd be amazing. Now, I you know, I, here's the thing, too, to consider. Last of Us 1 Factions multiplayer. Oh, yeah. How would that I work? can't speak for that. <laughs> I sure can't. Yeah. So I, I don't know how that would work, like, from an accessibility standpoint. Like, how would you make that? How would you make it in a way where a blind person could actually compete? I don't know. Right off the top of my head, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I will never say it's impossible. You know how I think. Yeah. But I will say multiplayer is hard. Yeah. 
Uh, I'll never deny that. Multiplayer is very, very difficult to do if you want blind people to compete against sighted people in a fair environment. I've never had an accessible multiplayer game yet. Yeah, I, I want that challenge, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I still want involved. Like, like, let's do factions. Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's, we'll figure it out. <laughs> and we still don't know what they're doing for The Last of Us 2 in terms of their multiplayer sign. Yeah, the multiplayer separate experience. Yeah, we don't even know what that is yet. So, it's been a year almost, and we still don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> now, okay, before I say this, clarification, it's completely a joke. I don't know anything. I have no inside information on this. <laughs> uh, completely a joke. I'm envisioning clicker mode. Actually, so that would be kind of cool. The know. blind, oh, yeah, like the sighted go through like a map or something like that, and the blind play clickers that exist on the map. You know what? Kind of like I'd be okay with that. I think that would be awesome, and it would make sense yeah. from a lore standpoint. Like, yeah, kind of like, uh, kind of like the um, the Resident Evil Six thing where you can play as the zombies in in a uh, uh, person's game. Yeah, that, but you get to play as the clickers awesome. with accessibility functions. That would actually be really cool and awesome. I yeah, I'd be fun. yeah. Clicker mode, bro. Yeah. Let's make it happen. Heck yeah. That's cool. <laughs> oh, man. See, outside the box, I have ideas. Yes. Let's, let's, let's get it going immediately. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, I could probably just talk and talk about how much I want this Last of Us 1 remake uh, to have accessibility for hours and hours, but let's move on to the next thing. <laughs> um, now, the accessibility version of the PS5 software update uh, coming out uh, on Wednesday, and mostly what the reason I wanted to bring this up in accessibility news is because I'm happy to report that in terms of feedback on the screen reader functionality of the PS5, Sony is listening to us. Yep, and that makes me happy. Um, I haven't done a whole heck of a lot of testing, but I found a couple things. But the most, the, the kind of the, probably the most important and major thing I found is one of the most annoying bugs. Well, not bug. It's not a bug. One of the most annoying problems with the screen reader on PS5 has been fixed. No longer, when you go into your control center, will you hear controls, 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 controls Yay. as you move through your all your controls. That's gone now. Good. Thank goodness, because I, I always felt like slow because I couldn't yeah, move no, rapidly no, through the menu. It's annoying because like, oh, where am I? Where am I in the menu? Like, uh, okay. You have to wait to find out. Yeah. Yeah. Now you don't have to wait, and that's good. Good. Um. Another thing I found, I found this out this morning, actually, um, is both a good and bad thing. <laughs> um, unfortunately, like, it does fix one thing, which is okay, I guess, but it also creates a problem. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it huh. does. So, when the text-to-speech is talking on PS5, it ducks any other audio. And most of the time, I like that. Most of the time, I think it's, it's, it's a, fair, a fair amount of ducking. And it doesn't, it doesn't make it totally quiet, but it, uh, it ducks it enough that you can, you can be sure that you can hear the PS5 text speech. Most of the time, I think that's okay. The problem is, when you're scrolling through your news items, let's say you care about things like that, like I do, like I'm weird, but I, I'm now paying attention to the news things on PS5 because they're easy to access and they're, they're kind of cool. Let's say you're scrolling through those and a video comes up in your news feed. Oh, uh, it's going to duck the audio of the video. Yeah. It, 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 it already did that before. It ducked the audio of the video before, which, you know, it's, I, I've always thought that was kind of a problem. Uh, it still does that. The pro- Here's the thing. Here's what they fixed and also made worse. So now, when you're scrolling through your news items and you hit a video, 
it will automatically read you the attached story along with the video. Uh, before you had to press X and then, then you'd be able to read the story. Um, so now you don't have to press a button to hear the story behind it. Cool, right? Convenient, right? Here's the problem. The now the audio is time. ducked for even longer. <laughs> uh... I actually got a video in my newsfeed this morning that I didn't get to hear any of because the the PS5 continuing to talk and read the story was longer than the video and itself. You, what, you can't replay the, the video without the... You can replay it, but then... Uh, and you can replay it without the story, but every time you press a button in the video player, it reads all the player controls. <sighs> See, there really needs to be... There needs to be a verbosity A verbosity setting. setting. There needs to be a verbosity. This is why verbosity has existed in screen readers for decades. Yep, that's exactly right. And th so th that's why I call this a... A kind of a fix because I understand why they did this, but it also is a break. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's those are the things that I've noticed. I don't know if you've messed with your PS5 since the updates are locked, but that, that's not. the two things I. That's the two things I picked up on. There might be more. I do suspect that they did a weird thing. Um, and I could be wrong about this. I want to. I want to look into this a little bit more, but it's silly if they did this. I heard NBA Two K Twenty One pronounced by the ps5 as nba 2021 which huh. before this update it didn't do that that's kind now, of weird but i'm wondering though if that was just a typo in that particular news article or if it was a pronunciation thing yeah like i want to find something i in fact i should just go to the game that's what i need to do go to the game itself in my library page yeah. yeah yeah see what it says because <laughs> sure. uh, i don't know that's that's a, one of the smallest but weirdest things yeah it is really but, weird yeah um but yeah if uh, if you guys know of any other things that it changed hey let's talk about it let us know um and uh we'll definitely research and then discuss at, at another point yep okay now i believe this this marks a first for our next news item i believe this marks a first in all of the podcast history yep i <laughs> I, love, I, actually, I love that you did I actually, that i actually wrote down <laughs> In our podcast outline, I love that you did assorted tangents. Yep. Hellhunter, Night Manager, and possibly more. <laughs> because these are a collection of things that I wanted to talk about, but didn't necessarily deserve their own like huge amount of discussion. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so Hellhunter, it's good. It is good. It's it's actually good. It's, it's not even surprisingly like, good. Yeah, it's it does some cool stuff, man. And some dark stuff. Yeah. Like entire death scenes for to for not doing a thing in time. Yeah. Like written out sound effect produced death scenes. Yeah. It's it's quite good. Yep. Yeah. Um I'll be continuing it on Tuesday. So if you missed the first stream, I mean you should probably watch that and then, <laughs> and then watch the second one. <laughs> um I have been told by Chaos Bringer that I'm approaching a point in the game that is even darker than what I've seen so far, um, and that I should apply trigger warnings to the content. Uh, apparently, there is torture and PTSD-like symptoms mm. in that game. So, trigger warnings for those of you who might be interested in watching it. Um, there you go. <laughs> um, yep. Definitely, definitely come in with that knowledge. I will have it in the title of the stream as well when uh, when I do it. So, yeah. Um, but 
all that aside, it's a very it's it's a surprisingly good game that I'm having a surprising amount of fun with because it, it came from this particular company. Yeah. And this gives me a little bit of hope for the future of this company. I, I hope they continue to produce on this level. Um, I don't know where it's been for so long uh, because it's been a long time since they produced something of this quality. Yeah. But I hope they keep it up. <laughs> so. So, Night Manager. I specifically did not tell Sterlock my Night Manager news just so I could get his reaction live on the podcast. Oh, boy. Hey, Sterlock. Uh-huh. I'm level 600 now. You... <laughs> See, now it's going to make it my goal to get to 500 today, and you're just... I, you're just... I have level 600 Oh, now. my God. Yep. Wow. 600. Now, that said, I'm still stuck on 480 of the Dark Tower, because yeah. the person that I that is in my way is very, very difficult to beat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Has a mountain of defense. Uh, I have a lot of strength now, but I can only do like 80 damage to him per hit. Yeah. <laughs> and every time he hits me, it's like, hey, 3,000. How do you like that? <laughs> yep. Um, um, yeah, I actually yeah. got up to you on 480 as well. Oh, good, good. I want, So, okay, here's a question. Because I, I kind of always wondered if it's actually the same for everyone. Yeah. Um, is the person you're fighting named Embrico? Yep. It is the it same. It is. It is the same. It looks like, yeah. Interesting. Brico. Yep. So they they work. So they they must generate it every time the they do the Azrael invasion. They generate everything. Yeah. Like, and then they put it in for everyone. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I figured it was just random for everybody, but yeah, I kind of thought it might be too because the names seem totally random. The stats seem totally random. Mm-hmm. It's so funny too. Sometimes, like some of those guys are like at the really high levels, are like totally glass cannons too. It's kind yeah, of... like yeah. Some of them have like really, really high strength, but like almost no health. Yeah, <laughs> that's always funny to me. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Embrico is none of those things. He is uh yeah. He's he is uh yeah. he he got he got power. He got all that power. He power. he can do the. He's got the curse of agony thing going for him if he wants to thing. use that. Uh, he's got the bow shot. Level three bow shot, which straight up kills you, I guess. Unless it just does a lot of damage. I don't it know. It just does a lot of damage. Um, he just has so much strength that. Yeah. Um, I think it does d- different amounts of damage depending on where you get hit, and the headshot, the bullseye, as it, oh, that's a, as, that's a kill. That's basically does what Pierce does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It just does your Man. max health and damage, or how however much health you have left. I, I will say that he is the reason that I really want Bowshot now. <laughs> I really want I know. I, I kind of ignored Bowshot forever. And then I you actually can't got... get it until you're like rank like 10 or something. I don't know. Like oh, eight. really? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's locked behind a rank. That's one uh, of those. Wall. Yep. Um, I got Clout the other day because it was like, okay, well, actually. Oh, Clout's great. I love Clout. Clout Clout's good because not only does it do a lot of damage... And level three clout does almost critical hit damage. Yeah. But at the same time, it also reduces their luck by a bunch. And yep. so they have less chance of hitting you in the next attack. So clout's yep. great for that. Clout is good. Um, I'm 300 something now. Finally, I'm way behind you. <laughs> um, I, mean, I mean, you'll make it. You'll be fine. But I want to get up to, I want to try and get up to like either four or 500 today because it's double yeah. experience day. Yeah, definitely. So definitely. going to get even higher. 
I mean, um, uh, of course not. No, actually, no. Honest truth, I don't know if I'll be able to play uh, anymore today at all. Actually, because uh, after this is actually completely true. After we're done recording this podcast, guess what I get to do? Super secret things? Nope, not super secret things. I am going to do my recording for Gorilla after this podcast. Ah, okay, there you go. Yeah, and now, now it's I know funny you mentioned that because right, right. I know that the listeners out there haven't listened to the interview yet, but trust me when I tell you that you'll think that's hilarious later. Yep. <laughs> I can right. him and 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 actually talk to him. I've actually never spoken to him outside the podcast. So yeah, definitely, definitely. I can throw you his email too because he, you know, he'll he'll let you in as a NPC if you want to do right. yeah NPC so, thing yeah. So I'll I'll uh, I'll get you I'll get you his contact info. All right, cool. Yeah. Um. So that's that. Uh, I think there was something else I wanted to bring up in this assorted tangents thing. Um. I think there, I think there was. I I'm pretty sure there was. Wasn't there? <laughs> I don't know. Oh yes, there was. Yes, there was. Ha Um. One of the things I was going to do today was celebrate the fact that the Mortal Kombat movie is coming out tomorrow. Oh yeah, it is. Except it's not. What? It got delayed. Yep. So this actually flew under my radar for a long time, and I I almost didn't notice this, except that I was browsing HBO Max uh, for just randomly random stuff, looking for things that are audio description stuff, uh, fairly recently, and I found Mortal Kombat on on their listing, and it said April twenty third. Oh. And I was like, wait, what? But I thought, I thought, so I looked it up. Oh, they probably wanted to give theaters a little bit of a chance to. No, no. It has been delayed everywhere for a week. Why? Theaters and HBO Max delayed for a week. It's done. Why? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, I mean, I have a theory. I don't know if I'm right, but I have a theory. Um, I honestly wonder if they had to bring it back into the editing room because of the whole Sub-Zero debacle that Mortal Co- that uh, NetherRealm didn't like. Oh, uh, maybe. Uh, so they had to undone the done movie and uh, edit uh, some stuff. <laughs> that could be. Uh, I mean, that, that, there's, no, there's no indication that that's the reason, but... Um, maybe. Yeah, so it's been delayed a week. It's, I mean, it's still coming out this month. It's going to be the 23rd. I mean, it's only a week, so eh, but... Yeah. Still, I wanted to watch it tomorrow. <laughs> Ooh. A couple of a couple things do come out tomorrow, though. A couple things do come out tomorrow. Not well. One of them is gaming related. The other one is just a from a band that I really like. Oh, cool. uh, new Fear Factory song comes out tomorrow. Oh, right, 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 right. Super Fear excited Factory. about that because I love Fear Factory. Indeed. Um, but uh, gaming wise, um, there is a chance. Oh, right. Sonar Islands comes out tomorrow. Sonar Islands, yeah. Uh, Soren messaged me about this uh, this morning. Said there's a chance that it comes out tomorrow, and I was like, "Really?" Because they asked me a long time ago if they wanted if I, if I wanted to be in the review process for the game, and I I responded to them not once but twice, and they yeah. never got back to me. And he confirmed that it's probably because they got the whole Apple opportunity and stuff. Yeah, probably. So, so yes, uh, Sonar Islands. I you know what I, I'm ready for it because I liked Fear and I'm 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 basically accepting of any game they create. But actually, to be perfectly honest with you, I don't know what to expect. Like, I don't really know what it is. Uh, yeah. Do you know? 
Um, basically, you walk around collecting treasures and treasures. You uh, you have an island. Or you, I guess you have multiple islands um, that you unlock over time. I guess, and you can set like traps and upgrade them to safeguard treasure. I don't know what the treasure does. I don't know why you huh. want to have it or whatever, but it looks cool. Like I bet it like I've seen gameplay and stuff. It looks good. I need to where 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 is the gameplay available? I want to I want to um, I want to hear this myself, man. Somebody's got um a uh, a YouTube video of them playing the beta. Okay. okay. And they they like I they think they got permission to, to post it. I, I don't think it was a, like, you know, oh, I'm going to post this anyway, even though I don't have it for, like, I think they actually yeah. got permission to to post things. So Yeah, that, that's good. Um, I mean, that's the way to do it, honestly. Like, gameplay gameplay videos are, are super helpful in selling a product, so. Yeah. I definitely. I'm, I'm glad they gave permission for that. Yep. Um, but, yeah, it looks good. The audio is good. Um, I don't know how how much staying power the game is going to yeah, have that's kind of my worry with it yeah though. based on your description I, I i don't know either because <laughs> like i found out about an alexa game that i didn't mention because like on the surface it sounds awesome is this the uh, one that you and orange were talking about i think yeah gotcha right? gotcha pets yeah and yeah. on the surface, this seems really cool. Like, oh, cool! Like, you, know, you collect, you can collect a bunch of pets and level them up and stuff. But so one, there's only seventeen of them. Okay. Which, for a game like that, not a lot. Right. No, definitely not a lot. Um. Two. As far as I'm aware, there's no way to spend gotcha coins, so they're kind of pointless. Um. And three, there's only like two things you can do, really. Um, you can fight people in the arena, or you can go to the endless dungeon and collect items and stuff. Um, that's kind of all you can do. And there's really, yeah. it's not like Night Manager where there's a ton of things to do and all, there's always right. things going on. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. the appeal of Night Manager is like there's always stuff something, something happening something to think about every day. Yeah. And I you know, like I always get super psyched when the Dark Tower starts up because I was like, Oh, I can collect Me all too. these resources, especially with the, the new Dark Tower, what they did with like Yeah, it's so worth it now. It's you can so get like it. tons and tons of servants, tons of di- oh my god, so many diamonds. Yep. Ridiculous. It's, the Dark Tower is the reason I have any uh arrow skills now i have hunting yeah. lodge skills now yep so um yeah and now i have like four million gold because dang i was able to uh because i have a bunch of the entertainer bonus i have some of that i need more of that honestly um, i probably didn't need more of that i want to go next time chains comes up i want to get more of those yeah, chains is, is nice. Um but yeah, the Dark Tower is really good now. I hope they keep it as good as it was. I hope they don't like 
rebalance it and make it and nerf it again because no, I like it. With, it's, I like it right it's actually where it is. good where it is. Yep, it's good where it is. Oh, I did find out by the way that some uh, some bonuses have caps. Yeah, the uh, the experience one has cap has a cap. Yeah. Yep, and so does the uh, balanced food bonus. Oh, does it? Yep, I'm at the cap of that. You can have it a maximum of 50 times, and that's it. Oh. Okay. And then there's no more balanced food for you. I actually the never bothered with that fully one. Fully balanced. I just, I just buy energy with diamonds. I just buy them in just big, giant packs of 5,000. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do that occasionally, but I think, uh, you know, for, for those times, I, the way I see it is, for those times when you don't want to do that, and you want to guarantee you'll have as much energy as you can uh, every hour. Yeah, it it's it's it works. You know, yep. it's 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 nice to have around. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, well that's good to know. But that one is capped as well, which is honestly good because now that I've capped it, it saves me diamonds. <laughs> like, yeah, because it's like I, I I see the positives in a lot of the things Night Manager does. Like, if if Night Manager throws up a skill or a bonus that I already have, I'm like, cool, I get to keep those diamonds for now. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, so yeah, yeah, man. Night Manager is a weird balance of like, yeah, they definitely want you to spend money, but it's also it's not unfair. I don't think. Yeah, and they don't want you to. I, I think they're covering their their butts too by doing <laughs> stuff. But yeah, you're probably right. But uh, you know, it's you you have you can only buy fifteen bonuses a day. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's keeps you from, from drastically overspending because you want to just level your strength up to a million before you start playing, mm-hmm. you know, stuff, stuff like that, you know, as an example. But I think some of these people that have gotten as crazy high as they are, I think the reason they are is because they've been probably playing since season one. Yeah, that's and just that, have acquired I'm to realize so that. Many bonuses. Yeah, because because now that I understand how that works between seasons, yeah, I think you're exactly right. I think they probably started in season one, got a whole bunch of bonuses back then, and then when you know when these new seasons are starting, they're getting three of those bonuses every time they level anything up. Yep. So they're yeah. getting big, giant boosts at a time. Yeah, exactly. So and it, it pushes them. It pushes them to the top right away. Yeah. And then they just stay there because they're so powerful. But it's I I don't. It's weird though, because I don't actually mind that, even though I probably should. But it doesn't. I don't know. It's yeah. It's it, it's, it rewards it rewards patience and sticking with the game. I guess I don't know. Like yeah, I mean, I, I do wish that it was easier to advance up in the in the rankings. Yeah, I'm still stuck at like in the twenties to tens in C rank. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I float around too. Well, you know what? I've never asked you this. What is your knight's name? Hendrick. Dude, I think I've fought you before. <laughs> <laughs> you might have. I think I have. Are you Buttons? Yes, I am. How did you know that? Wait, you're but you are Buttons? How did you know that? No, I was joking. I am. <laughs> I made it because I, I thought it was funny. It was a joke name. I was like, okay, this is gonna be a super powerful night eventually, but you know what? His name's gonna be Buttons. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I was I'm, totally joking, but I'm at, at the same time, it's just like solely a name you would pick, too. <laughs> you know me oh too my well, my friend. Yes, I'm Knight Buttons now. Oh my god, I've fought you a bunch of times. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, because we never asked each other that before. We never asked each other that question before. 
<laughs> oh my god, I can't believe that. That seems like an extreme oversight on our part. <laughs> it is. How did we not? Uh, like, how did that question never come up? Dang. I also think it's hilarious because that's the name of one of uh, Danny and Alex's cats. I didn't even know that. Retro Pals, <laughs> yeah. That's great. I did it because it was funny. Like, yeah, no. You, this is the, you this shall is be not... Sir Buttons. Sir Buttons. <laughs> yeah, we're the, I think we're the same um, combat yeah, I'm, position now. We're knight. Yeah, we're both knight. Yep. It's so hard to advance in those things, though. Like, I don't like that. Like, there's there's very few things that I like. I think I think there's only two things I don't like about the game. How hard it is to advance there, and I don't like the amassing of servants because it makes it to me undesirable to use the hunting lodge unless the dark towers open unless yep. you're starting a new run yep because you so, can't get gold otherwise yeah really. exactly exactly that's why i got because like that's why i kept expanding the crap out of my servants quarters for a while um just so i would have like this big pool of servants i've got like three thousand max oh yeah i, I have 2500 right now so um I should probably fix that. I'd probably make so, that more. You know, like I just let them build and build, so I would just have a big cushion of of gold for the blacksmith. Yeah, the, the blacksmith prices are really steep right now. So. Yep, <laughs> I've got my stuff at like in the 50, like fifty one. I think. oh god, I'm like seventy eight. Oh my god, <laughs> seventy eight. <laughs> Did you just log in that often and just keep checking? I, yeah, every using day using diamonds. Every day I use diamonds too. Oh okay. Yeah, I did both. I'm not using diamonds as much for those. I, I use diamonds. So here's what I usually do. If I want a few servant, uh, if I want a few uh, blacksmith upgrades, I'll do a few of them with diamonds. And then when I'm about to log off, I'll pick another thing and just do that. Yeah. And then, you know, log off and then yeah, come I back. Do. And I'll, I'll usually do a blacksmith thing before I go to bed. And... Yeah. 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 Mine's or, just... or when I go to watch <laughs> the or whatever. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I was like, I can't, can't I'll, believe your buttons. I'm buttons. That's right. <laughs> better believe it. Because it's real. That's amazing. Yep, that's right. I, I love that. Like, there are hundreds and thousands of people in this game. You guessed the correct one on the first try. How did I do that? Have you? Have you? Do you have a thing? Like, this is a maybe this is a thing that only I do. But there are certain character names that I remember better than others. Yeah. So like when I come across them, they're kind of my fake rivals. Like there's there's literally yeah. nothing fueling this. I just decided this person is my rival. Yeah. There's a character that's named Icebox. I fought him a couple times. I yeah. fought him a bunch. Yeah. And like I was like, this guy's my rival. I'm just declaring it right now. Like this is my yeah. arch nemesis icebox. <laughs> you for you for a little bit. I don't think I've fought you for a while. But I used to fight you quite a bit. And uh, I was like, ah, buttons. Uh, buttons. Oh, okay, do buttons this time. <laughs> yeah. Take that button. <laughs> and you didn't even know. I didn't even know. That's so good. That's hilarious. The great thing is now we now we know. So now we could I can see it now. <laughs> now now what's gonna happen, uh podcast listeners is I almost said chat, I won't lie. Um now what's gonna happen is uh I can I can see it now. We're both gonna start messaging each other on Twitter and be like, ha ha <laughs> I just <laughs> took you out, bro. Yep. Uh, oh no! I can't, I can't believe that. <laughs> yep, yep. And because we're floating on the same part of uh, the rankings there between C yep. and B, I, I float 
between, I'd say, like, at the very lowest nowadays, probably about 15 or 16 in C, yeah. to my very best so far that, I, that I've seen. Because, you know, like you, I no longer watch every single battle anymore. Yep. But my very best that I've seen, that I'm aware of, is 73 in B. Yeah, I think that's about where I've gotten up to. Yeah, that did, that didn't last very long because <laughs> no. the people up there are pretty tough. <laughs> no, B. I I hate to see how strong the A rank. Oh my god, people! Holy crap! These are the the, the A people are the ones that are already doing damage to Azrael right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, oh my god, what the? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's something else. <laughs> but. uh you know, isn't it funny how like we were talking about other things and we just wrapped right back around to Night Manager? Yep. <laughs> that game's so good though. It's really good. If you're looking for, you know, a casual time wasty Alexa game, it's it's I think it's probably one of the best ones out there. Yeah. I I feel like uh Vortex would have been if they had kept up with I, yeah, you're right. I, I miss it. I miss Vortex. Vortex was good. I mean, it's, you can still play it, but like... But I'm done with it. Like, there's nothing to it's do. It's an end. It has an end. Like, there's no reason to keep playing it. Like, Night Manager is very much like... That's how you do an, an, a uh, games-as-a-service game correctly, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. All right, now and, I... I like, and I like that there are games in Alexa that are that instead of... Because I'm sick of... I hate going to Alexa stuff browsing Alexa stuff and says, Oh, it's all trivia stuff. I don't care about half yeah. of the trivia stuff on yeah, like yeah. I'm glad that's expanding more than it used to be. Um there's one there's one neat trivia game on uh Alexa that, that is kind of interesting. Oh. Uh, it's called like Voice Blast or something like that. Voice Blast. Okay. And it's basically it's like you have to identify celebrities by their voice <gasps> and their quotes i like that yeah it's neat it's really neat actually <laughs> i'm gonna try that yeah it's cool I'm a, yeah i'm gonna try that right after doing this podcast um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the, here's here's i think some good perspective on night manager uh i just complained a bunch about the the uh, embrico at 480 of the dark tower but he is also the the reason why I got to six hundred today instead of five hundred or so, like because I want to become powerful enough to beat him, right? To beat him, yep. So it's like incentive his his power that I don't like is incentivizing me to become more powerful so I can beat him. Yeah, the 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 previous dark towers incentivized me to keep uh, getting more powerful too. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm really back when like you could like. Back when we at our power would get to like, I think the, I got to like two thirty or something. Yeah, I think I was right around the same. I think I was right around there too. Yeah, about two thirty, I think. Um, but yeah, like that's that's the cool thing about this is that, and the thing is, even if, even if I can't get powerful enough to beat him by the time the Dark Tower goes away, by the time someone beats Azrael, the Dark Tower is coming back around again. You know. And yeah. by the time it usually it comes back around, I think maybe a week or ten days after it, after it gets beaten, goes. yeah. So yeah. I think I don't know yeah. if there's a set amount of time that it comes back automatically, or if they have to like flip a switch or something. But... Right, right. But the important thing is, like, by the time it comes back around, uh, 
you know, we're both going to be a lot more powerful by then. And you gain levels on the Dark Tower anyway. Yeah, you, yeah, you gain levels on the Dark Tower. It. I gained 40 well. levels throughout the whole process. Yep. So, you know, yeah, we're going to be more powerful anyway, and we're going to gain levels while we do it. So, who knows? Maybe next time, maybe maybe not this time, but maybe next time we do get past 480, you know? Who knows? Yep. Um, so, it's it's very good at stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Think of all the math. Like, it's not Diablo levels of math, but it's a lot of math. Yeah. Diablo is uh, just nuts, though. It's just nuts. It, yeah, Diablo is um, crazy. But yeah, I think, uh, oh boy, I think it's going <laughs> to cover my assorted tangents for the day. Um, let's see. HBO Max needs to add more audio description. I'm surprised that HBO Max didn't add audio description to Game of Thrones on the Iron Anniversary of Game I, of Thrones. Yeah, I mean, that would have been the perfect time to do it. Yeah, like they, they sent emails about it and everything. They're like, today! I saw that the day. too. Yeah, today is yeah. the Iron Anniversary of Game of Thrones. 10-year anniversary. I was. I actually checked on that day. I was like, "This would be perfect if they. This would be absolutely perfect. They should absolutely do it." Nope. Still nothing. That's so weird. Yeah, but I mean, that that is to say they're not doing bad though. Like they 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 did what they were supposed to do for one thing. Yeah. And they're getting a good start on this. And the fact that they've been adding audio description to some stuff over time, like uh, as soon as Godzilla vs Kong was on HBO Max, it had audio description, which is really cool. There are still some problems, though. Uh, I know that still, like, there's certain shows, certain series where certain episodes aren't audio described. Huh. But, like, the, the one previous and the one after is, like, situations like that. Oh, that's weird. But these are the I the used to kinks. see that with uh, Netflix anime selections, or I, it was either Netflix or Hulu back in the day. Um, you would have, like, some episodes would be dubbed and then you'd have like a random episode that was like not dubbed. Oh, wow. Like, Why? That's so stupid. I never counted that on Netflix, but you know, it could have been Hulu. I think so. it was, I think it was Hulu. I never but, watched and, Hulu. and it was also like a long time ago, like years and years ago. So. Yeah. I mean, these are the kinks that'll be worked out. Like HBO Max will yeah. figure this stuff out. Oh, yeah. um, they're new to this whole thing. I give them a little bit of, of slack. Um, in fact, like, I still remain impressed by the fact that they pulled off the 1500 hours you know, thing. Yeah. Like, I'm still impressed by that. Like, yeah, good for them. Absolutely. They did it just a few days before they really absolutely had to have it done. <laughs> yep. So, you know, props to them for that. So they were clearly working behind the scenes and they just wanted to roll everything out. Yeah, all, all in one. one. Yeah, which is, which is good of them. Okay. And then, and then they added like 78 more titles like the next week. So, yep. Yeah, they're doing all right um, overall. It's funny. I've been watching a lot of things lately, though, that aren't audio described. Like, like even though, like even though, uh, HBO Max has audio described stuff now. I've been watching a lot of South Park, which isn't audio described, because I stopped watching it around like season fifteen or so. So I'm kind of catching up on South Park oh, now. God, I think I stopped watching it around season ten. I need to catch up. Yeah. I've seen various episodes here and there, and I like mostly like what I've seen. Yeah. Well, heck, I mean, use I... use HBO Max and skip the ones you've seen already. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I've also been watching a lot of Rugrats on uh, on Paramount Plus. Oh, I love that show. I unabashedly love the Rugrats. I I love the Rugrats. That used to be my like all time. Ah, honestly, honestly, rewatching it, Sterlock has just made me love it more because I now respect the levels they sometimes went to for adults. Mm -hmm. Um, all those jokes that just. 
all the not even just not even just jokes like it's not even all about jokes sometimes it's just general conversation yeah that the adults have that just is not for the kids that just goes right over the kids heads the kids just want to see what the babies are going to do next mm-hmm. but all that stuff is there for you like that's cool it's it gives me more respect for the show um definitely like one of the one of the episodes i have a lot more respect for than i do uh than i did back then was the episode where uh drew has a has a nightmare about angelica uh being so she she gets so in 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 reality she gets angry about them feeding her broccoli and uh she says you'll be sorry about this when they send her to her room for not eating your broccoli and that night and you don't know this until the end but so it's kind of a spoiler it's it's rough guys come on now Um, (laughs) so so that night drew has a nightmare that angelica watches uh was watching tv and sees an ad for this attorney that will uh that deals with like uh family litigation (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she she successfully sues her parents for like wrong like uh in, like a like wrongful treatment or something like that like, <laughs> like, like successfully sues them wins and gains gains control of them and all of their assets and the, it's and the greatest thing about it is it's Drew's nightmare the yeah. kids if you're a kid watching it you're appreciating it because it's like Here's an Angelica episode. She's like taking over everything. She's taking over her parents. Ah, this is this is hilarious. If you're an adult watching, it's like, wait, this is Drew's nightmare. This is not something Angelica's dreaming of. Drew is terrified that this. <laughs> like he doesn't because because you know if you if you really pay attention to Drew. He uh, I mean he's not a terrible father, but he's like he does not. He's kind of scared of the idea of discipline. He he, yeah. he feels like Angelica will like hate him if he disciplines her too hard. Mm-hmm. And that this is the result of that this nightmare that happens. And this it's a and great I like episode. And I feel like it's a problem a lot of parents probably have. It's yeah. like oh, how far is too far? Yeah, yeah. It's a great episode. <laughs> it's it's I highly recommend it. It's in season three. It's I highly recommend it. Uh, uh, nice. But it's not my. You know what my favorite Rugrats episode of all time is. Uh, I hope you've seen this one. If I say the words, the Mega Diaper Baby. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> This is my favorite episode of all time. Uh, the Volt, it's like the Voltron type of episode, doesn't it? Like it's kind of it's like Power Rangers, mix of like Power Rangers and Voltron. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> dude, kind of a Tokusatsu. Type. Yeah, it's my yeah, favorite of all so time. Good. Especially in that episode, my favorite character becomes Phil, because uh, yeah. because Phil's Mega Diaper Baby persona is the Spitball Boy. Yep. And so, so, so he sees enemies and he goes. And then instead of instead of like a sound of him spitting, it's machine gun fire. <laughs> yeah. It's oh great. my god, that episode was so good. It's so good. It's like the best thing ever. And they put their teasing rings together. Yeah, the teasing rings. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's how that's you're right. That's the Voltron connection. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Because <laughs> they they themselves don't join together to become one thing. But yeah, you're right. Yep. Um. Uh. uh and Lil, poor Lil is dotted line girl. Yeah. Like she's not invisible. No, she's a dotted line. Dotted line. <laughs> uh, oh man. But I guess you're supposed to have sympathy for Chucky because he's stinky in that episode. <laughs> yeah. the, the stench of two babies. <laughs> Dude, yep. oh, I love. I I unabashedly uh, love that show. And I Rugrats was great. Like I said, I have more respect for it now. And and guys, I don't know if you know. If you're a Rugrats fan, you know they're rebooting it, right? 
I did hear about that. They are. They, there's a trailer. I'm... There's a trailer already. They, yeah. I no, I'm okay with it. You know why? I'm I don't know because because like I mean the voice actress for Chucky is no longer with us. Unfortunately, Wait, she's not. But... I didn't know that. I really honestly no. didn't know that. Nope. Oh wow. She died a long time ago. I really like, didn't know, though. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. She was also a Hank Hill. No, Hank Hill. She's also Bobby a Bobby Hill, Hill, yeah. Just Bobby, yeah. I didn't know that. Wow, dude. She was also like Sally Acorn in the Sonic cartoon. She was in uh, All Real Monsters, too. Yeah. Oh, she was um, she was Mona in Salute Your Shorts, if you've ever seen that. I, I vaguely kind of remember that vaguely um, vaguely that is but sad. yeah she 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 i forget how she died but yeah she's no longer with us unfortunately that is interesting then because one of the things that they're selling it with is that like we got the entire original cast and uh, you know not knowing that i, I thought they made well, the entire original cast you know <laughs> I, I mean the who are still living i'm sure right but like, but like you know and if they got cast Susie back, that's actually a big deal because she's kind of been semi-retired for a long time. So yeah, they, they're like... they're claiming they got everyone. Okay. So I hope so because yeah, that yeah. Um, I don't know. I I hope it's good. I hope... yeah, I'm I'm willing to check it out. I want to now now I'm kind of curious to see how they're going to handle Chucky then. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting, but I I definitely like. For the sake of like the, the the fact that I love the the writing of the show and the tone of the show, I'm definitely still willing to check it out. Oh yeah, um, the I, I had a blast as an OTR fan. I had a blast with the uh, the radio episode as well. The radio episode, in that. yeah, there was an OTR um, style episode. Really? I forget what's wait. Then. I don't remember that one. Yeah, at least not off the top of my head. I don't remember that one. Yeah. I, I've, I've seen a lot referencing of stuff like the shadow and it's and I think Dragnet and a couple other things. Like it's awesome, huh? I wonder what season that's in because I'm watching them all, yeah. so <laughs> I'll get to. And it. that made me really happy because it's like you know I've been an OTR fan since I was a kid, so it's, yeah, oh, cool. You know, yeah, there was the TV episode where they were being a TV in a box together, which was mm-hmm. hilarious. But <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> Tommy oh, hosting a game show and Chucky being the news guy. Yep. Oh man, That's, uh, I love that show. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> we were serious when we were talking. We said uh, tangent. Tangents. Uh, we're not even talking about games anymore. What podcast is this? I I don't know. Hey, I mean, this is the podcast where we spent an hour talking about two XL. Yep, that's the, that's this one. Oh, it's the same one. Yeah. <laughs> <There's that>. yeah. <laughs> All right. I think though. I think I will end my tangents there. Um, Sherlock, do you have any other tangents you'd like to go on for? Um, I mean, I just got my Switch controller, my Pro Switch controller. Oh, nice. um, how did I deal with the Joy-Cons? <laughs> this is so. This controller is so good. It is, isn't it? That's what I've been using the whole oh. time. Oh, man. We got ours with a bundle Playing... with the Pro Controller, so I've been using it the whole time. Playing Pokemon on that is going to be interesting, because... Like playing Pokemon on a controller, controller, like, because like I don't know, the Joy Cons still felt like you were playing, even though you're, it was like a separate thing with the grips. It still kind of felt like handheldy. I, I understand what you mean by that. Yeah, I, I totally understand what you mean by that. 
like the switch pro the but the pro controller is like it's a legit it's it is a controller controller <laughs> yeah it is yeah yep so it's gonna be interesting playing because ray and i have kind of decided that like we're i don't think i'm gonna stream it but we're just gonna play through um our own copies of uh pokemon sword and shield oh, together cool. i like that that's awesome <laughs> so that's awesome yeah um That'll be fun, and we've also we've also kind of made a uh, a bit of a commitment that to uh, start playing Ring Fit and oh. maybe try and get some semblance of uh, exercise together and kind of hold each other accountable. That's for... cool. That's 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 yeah. respectable, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, respect, bro. Um, <laughs> respect, respect. Gotta respect, respect the, the ring, the ring con, <laughs> respect the ring con. <laughs> Respect, 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 respect. respect. <laughs> oh my god! Yep, we know each other too well, guys. Uh, don't yes, don't worry about it. It's, it's a constant problem. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what happens when you've been friends for fifteen plus years? Fifteen years. Sorry, fifteen I did years. It I brought it back to Rugrats. <laughs> I brought it back to Rugrats. Grandpa always uh, says fifteen years. Yep, <laughs> or, 15 or fifteen miles. Something. Fifteen um, miles in the snow, <laughs> both ways. <laughs> um, actually, I think the original uh, voice actor for Grandpa passed. Yeah, away I as well. I knew he did because he was recast while the show was still. He running. was recast. Yeah, he was recast like by the time they did the second movie, I think. Mm-hmm. So I knew he passed away, but but uh, I didn't know about the, it. that. Okay, that'll be your ta- That'll be yours because um, the radio thing was like the first. The first episode I remember hearing was the new okay. grandpa. Okay, voice, I definitely, so. I definitely have not gotten to the new grandpa voice yet. So. Okay, okay. So I'm still, I'm still on that. All right. Yep. Alrighty then. Well, we're gonna do our. Uh, we're actually gonna do our outro. <laughs> so for you guys, the interview is next. We're we're actually heading into a super great interview, guys. We loved this interview. We knew we would. <laughs> but we we had a blast <laughs> with this interview. I think you guys are gonna, are, are gonna laugh at it a lot. Um, there's a lot of self-deprecating awesome humor there and it's going to be good so stay tuned for that welcome to the interview segment of the Breakdown Walls podcast ladies and gentlemen our guest today is someone who needs no introduction and yet is going to get one anyway welcome you know him you love him and if you don't love him, you will by the end of today. Introducing. You should. You should. Gorilla of Gorilla's Playthrough. Good morning, sir. A nice, cool, refreshing goblin soda. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yes. Wow. Hey, I, I he one... starts with that. That's so good. Okay. I have one question before we start. What's that? Where's my Baldur's Gate narration? Oh, yeah, you know. Not about about that. dying to hear part two. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I. I. Uh, you know about that. Uh, there, there's one simple problem, sir. You sent it to me last night. I, I, I'm not <laughs> sure why it's not done. Sturlock, are you interested in narrating Saving Dining Part Two? <laughs> oh, I would love to. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm having a new audition. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I just got booted. If If Dinah here never gets saved, and it's rots in her prison, it's due to Brandon. It's due, <laughs> due to Brandon. It's, it's all on me. Yep, it's all on me. 
Uh, Sherlock, I want to, cl- and, and for the listeners out there, I want to clarify, Gorilla's a terrible human being who <laughs> literally, I'm not even kidding, told me in advance his evil plan to send me the second part of the narration last night, the night before his interview, and then actually did it. That's true. <laughs> That's totally true. I, I emailed him last week when he told me we were going to be on this, and I said, hey, I'm going to send you the narration the night before. <laughs> and demand to know why it's not done live on the podcast. <laughs> wow. What an evil, evil man. Evil uh, man. Brandon is great. I do that to people I like in case you can't tell. Yeah, yeah, I got that. I got that. So I appreciate that, I uh, guess, for what, what it is worth. Uh, so um, so for, those, for those who don't know, although if you listen to the show, you probably should know, because we've talked about Gorilla before on the show, but... Gorilla is uh, a content creator who creates content for the visually impaired that is audio described, um, which is awesome. Um, but Gorilla, you were not the first audio description related content creator that I found personally. Um, I, I believe you are the third. Um, one was audio described gaming that came before you. And then one of our friends uh, who goes by cello uh, was the second one. And uh, you were the third one. Now, the thing that made you stand out, at least for me, in the crowd of audio description content creators is that you have uh, a certain flair for production value and for uh, like incorporation. At first, it wasn't really incorporation of voice acting except for your own, but just production value and uh, usage of pauses and videos to describe more content uh, in, a, in, a, in a better form. Just like uh, highly produced, you used echoes to, to indicate, you know, the thoughts of a character, things like that. Uh, all that stuff immediately struck me as, oh, this is, this is different. This is, uh, this not only is it different, but it's really, really awesome. So uh, all that to say, uh, tell us your story. And how you began uh, doing this this particular uh, work for audio, you know, audio described content, and why you choose to have the the production value that you you so carefully adopt. Well, I appreciate what you said. It's funny to hear that because, like, I had no idea how to do this one year ago, and and when I hear the other people do it, I think like mine is just terrible. Like you mentioned, <laughs> there there are two people. I think I think there's a lot more than two. Like there's a guy named Sightless Combat. Have you yeah. heard of him? Oh, yeah. And his is just phenomenal. His is just phenomenal. So once I started posting these, um, there was a few people who said, like, you know, we do this, too. And that's really cool. And I heard theirs. I'm like, man, just listen to theirs. Mine is just not even close to theirs. But I didn't I didn't even have a mic. One year or a little over a year ago. Uh So, you know, I'm wouldn't know it now. (laughs) Yeah, you wouldn't know it. It's funny because there's there's real there's no interesting backstory that spurred me to do this. I just kind of woke up one day and decided to do it. So I posted on a few forums and mentioned I was thinking of starting a channel or podcast where I describe the surroundings, characters, atmosphere, gameplay, stuff like that. And the reception was positive. So I said, okay, give me some time going to buy a mic, learn uh, about this editing stuff. And I said I would do it. So I was locked in and had to do it. So I went out, bought a mic, created a YouTube account, learned how to upload to YouTube, and I posted two different games. One was for Baldur's Gate, 
and the other was for Disco Elysium. And the Baldur's Gate one kind of had a more favorable reception. So since then, we've had a poll going, and Final Fantasy VII Remake gained a lot of traction at the time. So now the two main ones are still Baldur's Gate and Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah, and both, both really good, too. Oh, The first yeah. one I found was twelve. Your Final Fantasy twelve. Uh, oh, that was a really good. That was the one that like, whoa, this is so cool. Like, yeah, yeah, that was 12, incredible. Twelve started out really cool. I'm shame we didn't go back to that. I'd like to go back to that one at some point. I would say go back to yeah, twelve all of it. Twelve yeah. was good. Yeah. So have you guys gone through the whole uh, game of twelve? Like, I started. It. I haven't. No, I haven't. Um, I watched AC, HC Bailey play it years and years ago. On his YouTube channel, but uh, that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I've I've never actually gone through the whole uh, Final Fantasy twelve. So, uh, Final Fantasy seven remake I played on my stream with uh, chat help, so um, that was a that was an experience that I loved. <laughs> it's, it's tough to get away from it now. It's so it just pulls you in. It's funny because yeah. like I had no desire to go back to Final Fantasy seven. I had no desire. So when the poll happened, they said, "Hey, try this. This is going to be." one we'd like to hear and I started and I think it was like the fourth or fifth part that I thought man this is like it's going to be tough to get away we have to pick two we can't do like five or six long ones because we'll never finish yeah, yeah. so I'm I'm really really enjoying Final Fantasy 7 Remake I mean there are a lot of other games that got peppered in between like I think Brothers there were some smaller games uh, some menu descriptions stuff like that but you know, those are the two main ones. And I want to finish those two before I move on to a longer one. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, in summary, uh, listeners out there, a gorilla, it does not have a tremendous backstory where like he was heavily influenced by this, this one blind person that, that just wanted to hear a game. And he so he bitten, did this. He was bitten by a radioactive blind person. Right. He right. Radioactive that. blind person. <laughs> No, no. So even even more outstanding to Gorilla's character, folks, is he, he has no backstory. He just did this because he's a nice guy? My goodness. <laughs> I didn't know those existed anymore. My wow. You know, Amazing. It, Tremendous. It, it's so funny to hear you say that. I, I hear the other guests that have been on here and how amazing they've been. You had the guy who did Louie. And yeah. how incredible, the, you know, the stuff he's done. And then you have Gorilla on here. It's like, in, in my head, I'm thinking like, well, what does Gorilla do? Well, he, he plays games. <laughs> but you, know? you do it in a way that, that gives people that don't have access to those games access to them in a, in I mean, a, in a unique we, way. So I mean, we just spotlighted um, someone who also plays games in a very unique way. So you're not. Yeah, we did. Definitely right. not the only one. Yeah, on the, on the episode we just posted... Uh, we spotlighted uh, Barleybap, who is uh, a person who streams on Twitch, plays Japanese exclusive games, and translates them on the fly. And, read, of course, reads the text because they, they're translating them anyway. So That's cool. That's, yeah, that's really cool. it is. And we were like, oh, this is great, especially for blind people, because not only do we have access to Japanese, it, you know, it's great for everyone because uh, they're Japanese exclusive games, so everyone's, you know, getting something out of it. But it's it's good for blind people too because they're reading the text because they kind of have to for the translation. 
it the, just works out that way. It's funny because the more people who do this, the better. I mentioned this uh, to Joanne. You know, everybody brings their own style. Like you said, yeah. my style is a little different than than the other guys. The other guys do it really well. You know, mine's kind of like somebody said, mine's a little darker. You know, I don't know. Maybe it's my atrocious, atrocious voice, but everybody brings nah. their own style. And it's like it, it, the more people who do it, 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 like you said, we bring our own flavor to each one. Yeah. And yours has like a hype factor to it. it yeah, like... I, I, I agree. I agree. I agree with that. I don't, I don't see it as darker. I see it as uh, I see it as the way you do it, it, it. To me, it's like proof that you take it very seriously. Well, um, I it it that. sounds like like I could see you. No joke. I could see you doing um, audio description for movies. No joke. Yeah, you could. You absolutely could. See you guys. Hundred percent. And I, I could, uh, I could probably get you that hookup if you want it. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny because I'm not with this. I'm not looking to get big. Obviously, like I'm looking to reach the people who can utilize it and yeah. can enjoy it. And it, the way I see it is, if my brother or loved one was visually impaired, I wouldn't hesitate for a second to do this. Right. So it's not much different than doing it for one other single person that can either utilize this or enjoy it. So, you know. I, I do enjoy doing this and it, it's awesome. Like it's awesome to hear that about you guys, because I'm not, I see myself as terrible at this, you know, you're I'm not, not, no, I'm not, not a good, at all. I feel like I'm not a good writer. I'm not a good narrator. Oh God, no. The one, thing, the one thing I'll tell you, the one thing I'll say though, is I'm willing to put in the work yeah, you are. to get it to where I need it to be. And sometimes like a, uh, an embarrassing amount of hours, but I'm willing to put in the work to get it to where I think it needs to be. That's presentable. Nothing wrong on that. Yeah, so I, I think I think that's all all it is on my end. But yeah, that's 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 respectable. That's definitely respectable. Um, one of the questions that I <laughs> one of the questions that I had that I just had he's to gonna ask. Get, he's gonna get me now. He's gonna get payback. <laughs> I know. It's, I can feel it coming. Uh, I don't think this is gonna be the payback question, but it might be a funny <laughs> question at the very least. It's coming though. I know you. It might it might be. I don't know. We'll, we'll see about that. <laughs> um, so the, one of the questions that I had is. Hey, Gorilla, what do you think of the Disco Elysium final cut that kind of like <laughs> kind of cramps your style a little bit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because it's so funny you say that because I think Remy brought it up on one of the comments and he's like, hey, yeah. just so you know, like they're kind of doing this now. They're, they're yeah. you may want now the whole that. game has voice acting. Don't take I wonder thing. I wonder if they were inspired to do that by people like you and Blind Ryan. And and Blind Ryan, yeah. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. I, I mm-hmm. think I think uh, absolutely uh, credit where credit's due. I think Blind Ryan's uh, input on his playthrough and input on the accessibility side of things that they were trying to, to create influenced the Final Cut. Because if you notice, Final Cut is coming to consoles too. And yep. that couldn't have happened if they didn't design controller support. Right. Which Blind Ryan is partially responsible for. Therefore, <laughs> yeah. I think they're connected. I'll have to check out Blind Ryan. That sounds that sounds pretty impressive. It, it's funny. I never told anybody this, but like the brothers, one I did, I sent that into the developers. I said, hey, "Oh, good. Hey, just oh, wow. so you know, cool. like, you know, there's there's kind of a need for this, and uh, just wanted to show you. And it, it's almost like would it be over dramatic to say it's almost like a movement? Uh, you know, like you're heavily no, involved. No, not at all. It, it kind of is. is a movement. It we a talked movement. about that on our own too. Just like this is just a thing that's happening. Look at look at what Ubisoft is doing. Ubisoft has started releasing every single one of their trailers with audio description now. 
When I hear your so, your playthroughs and when I hear the two of you, it's you're fighting for this. You're yeah, fighting for this, and that's like that's kind of what what has been one of the best parts of this moving forward is like even though it's a small small way compared to others, to be involved with this is pretty awesome. It's really awesome. Yeah, and <clears throat> we welcome you into the fold. Well, thank yes. you. <laughs> it's great to be here. It's it's funny how you're waiting for payback and we're just like throwing like compliments. And I know. Stuff. I know. <laughs> Enough of this love talk. Yeah, let's get back to the hate. That's right. <laughs> get in Mortal Kombat. Right. I've got to get. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You know that's where the payback's coming. I, that's why I haven't done it with you because I, <laughs> I, I knew. It <laughs> I know it's all going to come out in Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah. I know because I mean all the, everything, man, man, Sterlock. If you if you could have seen the script. For the second part of that first episode I narrated, after I had made all those bloopers, where he actually wrote it was good. the bloopers into the script. Oh, have you have you read the one I sent you last night? No, I haven't, but oh. I'm a little scared now. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just waiting. You're going to get Look, trolled so hard. You know, it's but, funny but the thing is, the thing is, I always, I just like, I'm like, okay, I see you. And then I do it anyway. Because that's how we get good material for the blooper reel. It's, it's going to be so hard to top that first blooper. Like I thought about that. It is. It's going to. so good. It's going to have to go in every episode for sure. Just because. Oh, I, of, I, I want it to be. And I that, want it to go in every episode. Oh yeah. It's what you send me is not just a narration. What you send me is an, a comedic act that I feel yep. like you're you're doing just for me, right? I am. <laughs> and it's, that's that's kind of true. It's so. It's so. <sighs> funny and it's so awesome that it would be wrong for me not to put that at the end of the episode to share with everyone yeah it's it's kind of true because i mean look look man you you gave me everything i needed when you compared my energy to robin williams uh who is his inspiration you may not have known me for 15 years like sterlock has uh but that is those are not small words to me okay It's, it's entirely true. Like that, that blooper reel reminds me a lot of his type of humor. It's very ad lib, you know. Yeah. Very high ener- energy and. Polly Shore impersonations. The Polly Shore impersonation was spot on. The second <laughs> oh, time, the first. The one second time, the first one was the terrible. Time was. But I was, I but I knew it was terrible the first time. Like, who was that? You corrected know. it. I give you credit. You corrected it. The second yeah. one was spot on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's awesome. It's awesome, man, to hear. To hear, the, the narration is is like it's a treat to hear when you send it so yeah well uh you'll be getting some soon uh, obviously not last night but <laughs> i'm still waiting I, I i really don't know what the holdup is i yeah it's i you you would think that i would have better turnaround than this i guess i but guess this, you, 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 buy, you, you uh you buy cheap you get cheap you know that's saying? right <laughs> See, and that's that's another thing like i should mention to your your audiences the people who do this I'm fortunate enough to have very, very, very talented people who contribute to this. So Gorilla's Playthrough is not just me. It's everybody who contributes. And, you know, I don't take donations, so everybody's doing it for free. They're doing it because they want to help out. They're they're doing it because they love it. And there needs to be recognition for that. I'm very, very, very lucky to have people like you, Remy, um, Renee Kim, Jess. Yeah, it's... And it's funny because I've, I've gotten this appreciation for voice actors that I never had prior. 
um, oh, when yeah. I hear, when, yeah, it, when I edit these, these roles, you guys do, it's, it's little like nuances and little subtle things that make me, okay, like there's a big difference here with people who do this, who actually do this. And it's like, I think it was the last Baldur's Gate and Remy, I think Remy was a gem salesman. It was a character that had like no, there would be no, uh, nobody would pay attention to this character <laughs> at all. It was, yeah. a, it was a gem yeah. salesman, a random gem salesman in the middle of the desert. Yeah. And he's trying to sell you a gem. You kind of tell he's kind of like trying to take advantage of you. Maybe, but maybe not. And Remy said, I think the dialogue was like, I'm selling it for a thousand gold, no more, no less. Right. So when I read it, it just kind of registers as that like a thousand gold, no more, no less. Yep. When Remy reads it, he changes his tone and he says, a thousand gold, no more, no less. Yeah. And so so it's like yeah. he's already convinced me that this guy's trying to take advantage of me. He's already convinced yep. me that I cannot negotiate with this gem salesman by the way he did that with his voice. And yep. that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Yep. So, yeah, completely different appreciation for voice actors and voice actresses when you hear professional. You guys are awesome. And again, very, very lucky to have you guys. Yeah, I was actually going to ask that, too. Like, uh, how did you come around to the idea of having other people do voices for your work? But I, I feel like it was kind of just dynamic. Like, it just kind of happened over time. I think Would it, that be accurate? Yeah, pretty, pretty much. It, the, the initial reason was because I didn't. I didn't want to torture you guys with hearing me try to be a female voice because a lot of the roles <laughs> are like female. And I thought, there's no way, there's no way I'm going to do some of these. I think I tried once and it just wasn't pretty. So I said, okay, I got to get a female voice actress. So that's how it started with Jess Winston. Yeah. And okay. from there, Remy, I him and I would actually have a lot of conversations about games in general when I would post on, I think it was Reddit. And we had a lot of, common ground with games and we have these long strings where we just talk about it and one day he said hey you know i do this too i would love to be on it i'm like okay cool come on you, you know uh, like i'll bring anybody in if they want to do a, anybody listening if you you know want to contribute to an npc or anything the more the merrier this is a yeah this is a great Sterlock. time for, <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting Sterlock. Yeah. all right uh yeah but so remy he sent me i think it was yakuza it was you, Remy, and myself in Yakuza. Yakuza was so cool. Yeah, yeah. that was good. I, I, that's yeah. another one I just want to get back into. Um, but that's that's how Remy started, and now there's Renee Kim. She was on the last door, and that, yep. like I'll I'll show people that to brag about the last because of how awesome her performance was, how awesome Remy's was. I'm like, look at these people who are doing these voices. This sounds this sounds amazing. Yeah, they killed it in that one. She was good. He was really yeah. good too. Um, but yeah, I mean, going circling back to Disco Elysium, Remy Remy said like, "Hey, you know, they're doing this now. You you don't have to do this anymore." I'm like, yep. Okay, cool. You like, you know, now we can move on to the other one. But I actually I listened. I said, "Let me just check it out for five minutes." So this is going to sound terrible, but I listened to. I think it was the young girl in front of the library that oh i know what you're about you know where i'm going with this right that was the only part i just scrolled through it to, to the point where i got to that part in some random playthrough somebody did and i thought let, yeah. me, let me get a comparison here let me see yeah let me see what it's yep. i walked away with a smile on my face okay like my you know the the girl we had on there is pretty darn good <laughs> i'm like yep yeah. yep yep 
So mine was better. <laughs> That's my, mine was definitely not better. Like the guy, there was a narrator on there that was just awesome. Like it was just this really dark. You, I think you've probably heard it. It was just, it was fantastic. I've heard little clips of it. I heard the trailer for Final Cut, but I haven't heard uh, much, much else. It, it was really good, but I was just comparing the voice actress. I was thinking like, let's, yeah, let's, I get it. Yeah, I get it. But here's the thing: uh, just, just throwing this out there, and obviously you don't have to do this, but I would say you could still do Disco Elysium. Um, but move kind of transition the content that you do uh, more towards describing the environments and the and the descriptive yep. elements rather than dealing with the voice acting anymore. That's great feedback. I thought about that. Yeah. I thought that is a good that. idea, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's great feedback because that's kind of what we're doing already with Final Fantasy VII. We're yeah, because they have full voice acting already. Yeah. Right. We're not writing a story. That, it's kind of a different thing with Baldur's Gate like Baldur's Gate we're kind of kind of making our own story right like as we go along we're kind of, a little yeah bit, we are a little bit of yeah, RP, we are. right with it almost feels like an interactive like D&D session type yeah I type appreciate thing. that stuff that's it's cool. cool that's cool to hear especially when the party glabbers that's the best part the party glabbers. <laughs> oh there's a glabber in, in last night's uh, <laughs> uh, oh, good. the glabber oh, is going to be the reoccurring theme Yep. yep. The party glabbers. All the glabbers. What about all glabbers all the time? All the time. What about uh, Nahal's re- Sturlock? How would, oh, you, how would you say this? Nahal's word? reckless dwimmer. Dw- okay, so he said. <laughs> so, so the word is, correct me if I'm wrong, Brandon. It is D W O E M E R. Yeah. How would, yeah. How would you say how that? Do you, how? What is it? D W D W O E M E R. How? Dwim, yeah, I would Dwimmer? probably about the same about the same pronunciation you did. Dwim. Yeah. Now, now, Brandon, correct me if I'm wrong, but you said Demir. I think I did once, I think, uh, I think, but I haven't. I haven't since then. So I went Dwomer, and that sounds worse than Demir. So we're gonna. Mm-hmm. Have, I, I don't know. It's it's Nahal's reckless <laughs> Dwomer. Yep, Dwomer. And we, I don't we, care. We have to say that the a thing lot, is, right? We, the that, thing is, like, why not? Because like the spell itself is is really like crazy like why not have a crazy name you know <laughs> you're right because yeah. right. the spell itself is you know that that uh what's it called it's like the, um the wild surge yeah the wild mage uh surge yeah and i like that. so i like that wild mage i like her a lot nira so like that's been coming up a lot the nail you know you know with the uh the uh when i was reading the script for the previous episode and she did that and summoned that giant demon oh yeah um, from the gate, uh, the the kind of surprise in my voice was actually genuine because I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> this is not good." That's awesome. Channeling your inner Miles Neff. That's yeah, awesome. right. yeah, yeah. I was though. I was. Uh, and there's there's a lot of that. Miles Neff uh, Gorilla is a, a professional audio description narrator who has a very particular style where he just allows all of his emotion to be part of his audio description and we love we love him for that that's awesome um so that sterlock coming from sterlock is also a compliment uh that i was channeling my inner miles neff what was the name there. of that one miles miles neff miles yeah. neff okay i'm gonna write that down i want to check out some of this stuff gorilla writes things down a lot <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because and he he's also ray and i's favorite like audio describer like yeah miles neff just, oh yeah great. miles neff <laughs> Yeah, yeah. In fact, we watched a movie with uh, with him audio describing it during my Netflix party last time, and everyone everyone said it almost at the same time. Like, oh, it's Miles Neff, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. It's it's funny because you try to keep 
you want to keep like the original emotion in there. So you, you don't want it to sound like too, too narrated. So what I'll, I'll do sometimes with the original script with Baldur's Gate or Final Fantasy is I'll record as I'm playing and I'll have one track of just that, right? Like yeah. On the fly. Yeah. And if anything good is in there, any like reactions or anything like that, I'll keep that. But then I'll go through and do a second one where I'm actually either writing it or just narrating it. Because like yeah. you said, you want to have the you want to have the original emotion in there. But it's tough yeah. to find that balance sometimes. I think I think that's most clear in your Mortal Kombat video that you did. Um, because the the cut from just you talking about Mortal Kombat and describing the things you were seeing in Mortal Kombat to you narrating a very prepared script for the story mode when you started that is very obvious and noticeable but that's not a bad thing it's not a bad thing it's because it's what we expect from you when you do a story-based thing that's so cool. it's just it's, i'm just saying it's like the most obvious example is, is probably the mortal kombat video mortal kombat was awesome that was yeah that, that was just i had no idea it's come so far i haven't really like stayed with mortal kombat i stayed with street fighter a little bit but mortal kombat has come a long way yeah know. yeah definitely has um, movie coming out next month. Yeah, a new movie coming out next week. Oh my god, it's next week. Really? Next week. Yeah, next week the new Mortal Kombat movie comes out on HBO Max and in theaters. And guess what? I think it's actually going to be good. It, like, yeah, it does look good. Did you hear the new song? No. <laughs> yeah, they they released the new version of the song. Oh, oh wow. It's got oh, Jameson no. Price in it. It's so good. It's got Jameson Price in it? Dude. Yep. Yep. These guys know exactly what they're doing. Yep. Oh my goodness. Okay. It's amazing. Okay. 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 <laughs> uh, I'm ready for it, and I think uh, there's a good chance it's going to be audio described. HBO Max, Gorilla. If you don't know, just finally, as of March 30, well, they were required to as of March 31st. They did it a little bit early, but uh, they finally uh, embraced audio description. HBO was fighting audio description for actual years. They were yep. like, "No, we don't want to." Uh, and then they got sued, and uh, they lost. So uh, really? HBO has finally caved audio description, and there is now fifteen hundred hours of audio described content on HBO Max. Fantastic. So, yep, it's good. It's good. Anything um, good on HBO Plus? Uh, yeah, um, I I just watched uh, Stephen King's The Outsider. Nice. Um, I have I have mixed opinions on it, but <clears throat> I I still think it was good. Um, there's also a show called Made for Love that I'm currently watching where uh, this uh, woman finds out that her technology uh, mogul boyfriend uh, put a chip in her brain, implanted a monitoring chip oh in her brain. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Nice, nice guy. Nice guy. This guy. <laughs> he's, a really, he's a really good guy. Sounds no, he's not. Like he's not at all. I have to check that out. Sounds yeah. like the dude from uh, Tao almost. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tao is such a good movie. That was amazing. If you if you haven't seen Tao on Netflix, Gorilla, I would highly recommend Tao. Tao is just amazing. What is Tao? Tao is a movie. I'm not going to spoil too much, but let me put it this way: it's about an artificial intelligence who is named Tao uh, that is being made by this guy. Um, the artificial intelligence voice is played by Gary Oldman. So if you know who he is, I do. Uh, I do. Phenomenal actor. Phenomenal actor. He does a great job uh, portraying this artificial intelligence. Like surprisingly good. Um, and on the surface, it's about this guy uh, capturing this woman uh, for unknown reasons. So he, so this guy that's making this artificial intelligence captures the main character, uh, female, 
for reasons that I won't spoil. But um, yeah, it's it's just it's such a good movie. It's it's good. It's good. That sounds cool. Yeah, kind of sounds up my. I've gotten more into it's the really good. stuff over the years. It's I I shocked my. Uh, I showed it at one of my Netflix parties that I do for patrons, and I shocked my patrons with how good that, that is, movie was. That was like one of the first Netflix parties. It was one of the first ones. I was like, hey. <laughs> Like, hey guys, now you know you can trust me, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to uh, check that out. That sounds good. Good times. Good times. Uh, I think. Let's see, because I don't. I don't want to cover the same basic. Like, oh, what's your favorite game? Oh, I, I want to talk about you and your content, which is what we've done here. So, I don't actually have any more questions, but I do want to throw the floor to Sterlock because I haven't. <laughs> like, he hasn't actually asked anything yet to Sterlock. Yeah, I don't hit me. I don't think I have anything, honestly. It's like you pretty pretty much put it succinctly, like Yeah. Okay. You can ask uh, me my favorite game. I mean, I'll happily talk about that. <laughs> What's your favorite game, man? Favorite game would be Quest for Glory. Quest for Glory series. To show you my age. That was my that was old school adventure game series. He knows. I I do not know. Oh no! Quest for Glory was it was a oh yeah it was a point and click adventure and it was I love those yeah it was a Sierra game, but it also had RPG elements. So you could pick a mage, fighter, thief. I think it was one of the first games I remember like that triad of mage, thief, fighter. But the actions you did determined how the character grows. So the more more things like you climb, the climbing stat would go up. So it was like was kind of ahead of its time in my opinion but the story just i would love to do a playthrough of that sometime you totally should i would like to hear that that was a good one that was a good yeah one. definitely definitely but i actually uh it, you know it, it's funny because i didn't know what that series was but what it immediately reminded me of was king's quest yeah that's right just Pretty because hard. just because like the word quest and the fact yeah. that it was a, and the fact that it was a point and click uh adventure game and I am not familiar with the original King's Quest. This is this is kind of funny. I'm not familiar with the original King's Quest, but thanks to Audio Described Gaming, I have heard the remake of King's Quest. The remake was uh, good. The remake yeah, was really good. Yeah, yeah. It was actually very good. The audio design in the remake is actually really interesting. Like they they really went with a kind of a cinematic audio design uh, and incorporated the music in, in, in really interesting ways that kind of I would associate more with animated movies. And I really like that about it. You're right. It was like a movie. It was like a really well done movie. And the voices yeah, were fantastic. It, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Doc, Doc Brown himself in, uh, in that game. Pretty awesome. Who's Doc Brown? Um, you know, Back to the Future, Doc Brown. Christopher, oh. what's his last name? Christopher oh my God. Lloyd. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, thank you, Sherlock. Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, he's in, he's, uh, he's in that game. I forgot about that. I've got to go yeah. back to that. I don't think I, I think I finished like the first three episodes. I didn't get to the end. Yeah, that thing is good. Very good. Yeah, but King's Quest, that's really, like, that's that's exactly what it, it was. That era, it was the King's Quest era. King's Quest was like yeah. more the adventure side, and then Quest for Glory was like, you had combat, you had more of the RPG, but yeah, those, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, okay. So they're, they're like, kind of, they're, they're akin. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Awesome. Well, um, I think... I think that'll about do it, but I want to now finally uh, throw the floor to Gorilla himself. Uh, Gorilla, this is the part where we say, hey, uh, you have a bunch of listeners listening to you right now. Promote your content or promote whatever you want to promote. This is your time, your moment. 
uh, honestly, I'm just, I'm humbled and honored to be in this podcast. You know, my, my podcast and my YouTube channel, Gorilla's Playthrough, you can find it. You can find Brandon there, Remy. There's a lot of people on there. It's fun. But again, I just appreciate you bringing me on here. And yeah, I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you guys. It's been fun. And I really like your channel too. So it comes, awesome. comes across as authentic. You know, you guys talk about topics I like and humbled to be here, like I said. Well, hey, well, that's, glad that's to have you that's yeah, we're definitely glad to have you here. We we the thing is we're kind of honored too, because like yeah. we really, really like your work. <laughs> like we really, really do. It does I don't have to be involved in it to really appreciate how good the work is. So uh the it shines through the fact that you put in that work. It really does. That. I appreciate it. Uh, and Sterlock, we're going to get you on an episode as an NPC. We're going to get you to do some character work. Heck you. yeah. I'd love to be an NPC. That'd be fun. Yeah. If I don't receive that Saving Dinah here part two by tonight, Sterlock, <gasps> that's, that's the chance to jump in. Look. No promises. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what I can do. I don't know. That'll, um, work. That'll work. Thank you again to Gorilla. Uh, it's been a great interview. Uh, and uh, that'll be that. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having. This has been episode eighty-one of the Breakdown Wealth Podcast, folks. First of all, I hope you liked that interview. <laughs> Wasn't that great? That <laughs> was a fun interview. We had a blast talking to Gorilla. I mean, I- I'll go so far as to say it may not be the last time he's on the show. Like. I, don't I was know. thinking about that. Was, yeah, we probably if, if there's if have, there's like know. if there's a good reason to bring him on, we'll probably bring him on. Like maybe maybe we'll bring him on again when he completes like the Final Fantasy VII remake or something. Yeah, that'd be a good time. I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, we'll see what happens though. Um, it was a great interview. Uh, also, uh, this one's not for you guys. It's for Sterlock because you guys have already heard this. But I want to reassure you, Sterlock, that believe it or not, the uh, the recording that messed up is still there. It, oh, it good. worked okay. perfectly fine. That's the that so so. While I actually downplayed the the issues with Anchor and recording problems happening like that, the upside is Anchor does indeed process your recordings while you're making them like it's uploading them at the same time you're making them so the processing is happening in real time oh, good. okay and the advantage of that is even if the app crashes you actually don't lose anything okay. so there you go so perfect anyway um it's been a good show guys it's been a real good show uh next week hopefully i'll have nothing to say about the last was one <laughs> 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 oh man! Uh, Are you, you know. sure you can handle that though? Like you've already got no! all super secret well, yeah, things. I can, I can handle it. The thing is, I can handle it. The thing, like, there comes a point I've now learned where you actually get used to it because there's stuff that you don't know right now. Like, sure, that I'm, I'm already handling. So, yeah, yeah. what's one more? Yeah. <laughs> um. So I just know. mean with your workload, like. Oh, you, oh, you're talking about... That's what I was talking the, about. The additional work, not yeah, the secrecy. That's, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, uh, yeah. If we do it the same way we did Last of Us 2, yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, yeah. If we don't, there are definitely reasons to be concerned. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll. Uh, I, I guess I will see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But, you know, I still, I still can't help it. Like, even if it increased my workload, I can't not hope that I get contacted to work yeah. on it. 
Oh, I yeah. can't not help, you know, I can't help it. You can't turn that down. Like, yeah, absolutely Um, As far as my streams go, hey, tomorrow's going to be MLB The Show 21, because I got my review code. I'm looking so forward to happening. that. Let's see. Um, also, there's that. Um, if that doesn't pan out, I mean, not necessarily in your stream, but uh, if people want to get their baseball fix, and, and uh, MLB 21, the show is a bust, like we... It are, might not be. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I don't have high hopes, but we'll see. Um, Super Mega Baseball, what is it, 3? Has uh, some decent uh, audio and stuff like that. Does so. it? I think I tried the first one and didn't like it very much, but maybe... Yeah, appara- apparently 3 like has like pitching audio and oh, okay. Okay. things like that. So We could try that. That'd be fun. <laughs> All right. Well then, that'll be that. As far as the podcast goes, next week, who knows what'll happen. Uh, I'm sure something will, because something always does. At least lately, yep. it seems like there's always something to talk about. There's, so. there's real, pretty rarely a shortage of gaming news, or at least yeah. we, can, we can find something to talk about. Yeah, what'll happen within the next week? It could be anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, look, this Last of Us 1 remake thing came out of nowhere last week, so... That was like the same day or the day after... I think it was the morning after. Morning after. That always happens. It doesn't matter what day we record. Yeah, it doesn't matter. News always happens. Like, big news always happens either the day of the day after. Or, like, the hour afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Well, that's going to oh. do it, guys. Oh, Thanks. yeah. There's oh, what? there's another thing. I forgot. Oh, Sorry. no. We're tangenting even in the, in the outro. outro. Oh, my God. Did you hear about the new um, DLC for Battle for the Grid? Uh, no. No, I didn't. Ryu and Chun-Li. Oh. <laughs> I'm dead serious. What? Do they have stories, too? I don't know. I, but, Dude. But yeah, they're they're going to be in the game. That's awesome. Yeah. And even Max is just like, this is cool. I bring that game back. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Wow. <clears throat> and apparently Ryu looks amazing. Like, one of the best side games like like he plays the best out of like any of the side games he's yeah like even better than smash because he's not bad in smash yeah i don't know but yeah i I, that's so cool cool yeah i'm here for that yeah i will bring that game back that gets me that gets me kind of excited to play uh battle for the grid again yeah yeah because i yeah I, i didn't really play too much of it but uh because I don't really have a whole lot of, like, other than, like, Mighty Morphin, I don't really know a whole lot of other Power Injury things, so it's just, yeah, like... exactly, exactly. But, but this, like, ooh, yeah. That is crazy. I'll definitely pick that back up and, and check that out. Yeah. I might even stream that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't stream my first, my first, uh, the hems of playing that game. I didn't really stream it. Yeah. So, we'll see what happens. But, uh... Because the only thing I have it on is Stadia, so there's that. But yeah. I can make that work. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> this is a really long outro. Thanks, guys, for listening to the show. As always, if you have feedback for us, if you have any comments or corrections you'd like to make, uh, anything you'd like to, to mention, let us know. If you find more uh, PS5 screen reader fixes that we didn't talk about today, let us know. And uh, we'll look into them as oh. well. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 I oh, did oh. it to you again. <laughs> Oh my god. Zoom. Zoom is back.
and the PS5. Zoom? Oh, it is? It is. They should have announced that. Yeah, I heard it from Steve Saylor. They should Twitter. have announced that. I don't know why Sam's. they didn't. I, I don't know why they didn't announce that. But yeah, that's apparently great. I'm back. glad. I'm glad it's back. But they really should have mentioned that. Like yeah. that should have been one of the things in the feature that list. That just, I that just occurred to me. Like, oh yeah, that is a thing. Yeah. Like, well, that's good. So if if you're a low vision user, you can now use Zoom just like on PS4. Thank goodness for that. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I'm sorry. To that. Sorry to scatterbrain. Right. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. But There's so much going on, dude. It's, it's totally cool. Makes your head spin. It, it, yeah, it really does. But anyway, we're going <laughs> to end it right here, right now. <laughs> I am Brandon Cole. He is Sherlock. And we will see you next week. Oh, God. One more thing. No, just kidding. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Yeah.